This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, The Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, Check hey, us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? We in the building. It's going down. It's All going Love No Fear down. podcast. We here. We here. We here. Yes. Yeah, season two, episode four. 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 Yes. Four. Yes. You would think that episode we've, four. We've done many episodes and that I wouldn't remember. Yes. Episode four. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm I'm going through something right now. I'm a tiny bit sick. Um, I don't really know what's going on. And um, I'm very tired, so that's why I got the Starbucks. Um, shouts to them. They're not a sponsor, but if they want to, that's cool too. I have to block um, out the logo, honestly. Sevens. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I really haven't figured out how this whole thing works, but we'll see. Yeah, we're, we're going to work it out. Um, but we stopped by the Bucks before we got here. Um, this is my Grande Ice Caramel Macchiato. All right, they're not paying us. Don't say too much. I'm just saying. It's they're, really good. This is my favorite drink. They're paying case, us zero, zero dollars. No, I, I understand. But like, in case <laughs> someone wants to like give me a gift, like I like okay. Starbucks and I like Grande Ice Caramel Macchiatos, just for the record. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. And this is our... Uh, Second to last uh, podcast for the year. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting year. We're gonna do more like end of year reflection stuff in um, next happy week's pod. Holidays, yes, happy Merry holidays, Christmas. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Happy, happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, Merry Festivus. Is it Merry Festiv- Festivus? I don't know. I don't know either. It's we Festivus for the rest of us. Best of us for, for the, the rest, rest of us. us. Hey. Well, I'm not. I'm not the rest of. I'm not the us referred to in the rest of us. But like, I see what you're saying. Um, I uh, let's be inclusive. Um, um yeah. There's all, there's all the holidays. Boxing Day. Okay. Only West Indians acknowledge that. And Canadians. America doesn't. And Canadians, yes. Canadians. Canadians are also into that. They they about that life. Yeah. For sure. So happy all of the holidays. Word. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a bunch more. Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Like, I'm sure there, there are people that we're just not including, but, you know. What I realized is also, um, I will, while driving Uber, I listen, I listen to now um, David Levy. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, specifically, Ethiopian Christmas. <laughs> Ethiopian Christmas? What is Ethiopian Christmas? He says Ethiopian Christmas. What is that? Happy Hanukkah. I was like, oh, okay. What's Ethiopian Christmas? I don't know. I guess it's Christmas in Ethiopia. I just All right, let's look that up. It was just funny that he just chose that specifically. Ethiopian Christmas. <laughs> Maybe talking. that's a thing because they got like mad stuff. They got mad cultural stuff that I don't really know about. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen like an Ethiopian wedding, how they get dressed up and they have like the, the it's not a robe. It's kind of like a ceremonial like cape almost and they have a crown and stuff like that. It's lit. I've seen it on, what's that show? Um, The Wedding Show. Word. Say Yes to the Dress. Okay. So, okay, Eastern Orthodox Christmas. Oh, so Ethiopian Christmas is January 7th, apparently. Um, and, uh, yeah, apparently that's a thing. Um, well, it's, the day doesn't matter because it's not the real day anyway. Yeah, yeah, So, 
it's, it's just acknowledgement of his birth. Doesn't matter. It's not, it's not That's what true. T. They say Jesus was born in April, but you ain't hear that yeah. from me. Yeah, but um, it doesn't matter. What, it doesn't matter what day it was. We're just using it to acknowledge. Yeah, the birth of Christ. The birth of Christ. So they apparently celebrate um, Christmas on January seventh, um, and the Ethiopian Orthodox Church's celebration of Christ's birth is called Ghana, or Ghana. I don't know if I'm saying that right. G A N N A. Um, families Ghana. attend church the day before. People fast all day. Um, we do not do that here. Um, the next morning at dawn, America's everyone so dresses. Fasting, girl. Americans Listen, suck at fasting so much. Sidebar: Every time Lent comes around and they be at church talk about, so we're gonna do a fast. I always be like, uh, what, "Are what you?" Americans has an issue with fasting. I don't know what it is. Listen, like a, like Christianity. I don't know what it is. Like we just like we, fast. <laughs> we supposed to fast as much as everybody else, but we be like, "Can we just do all the other things?" The fast thing, though. Yeah, fast. It, like it, that. It also explains how fat we are. Yeah, it is. It also it, it just is it just it just fully expresses how. Yeah. In 2017, when they were like fast, I was like, I'm pregnant, snitches. Can't be a part of that. 2018, they were like fast. I'm like, I'm breastfeeding, snitches. Can't be a part of that. So for two years, I was like, look at them fasting. Look at them. <laughs> look at them. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, I. all jokes aside, I do not um, discredit the the power and the value in a fast. I'm just like, we got to talk about why Christians be so fast. Yeah. We, we don't be interested. As a, as a general body. We'd be like, in, all right, In contrast, nice. Muslims will fast. No, like, even the like, mu- even if, the Muslims that I've seen drinking alcohol and smoking weed, and I know that's not what they're supposed to be doing, come Ramadan, they'd be like, you know what, I'm going yeah. to turn over. They don't, they, don't be active, do they don't be active at all. Right, you, they don't be in nobody's um, Juma or nothing. They don't yeah. do none of that. But when Ramadan come around, oh, they about it, about it's it. time to fast. They about it, about <laughs> it. They so fast. You know they, what's crazy? They ready to fast. They don't go, but they still, and some of them, even though they won't go to Juma or do any of that other stuff, they still do like the five prayers a day. Mm-hmm. They be like, you know, let me just get right here right quick. Let me just wash my hands, do my whole load. You know, let me just get my prayer on it, no problem. Yeah. Like if, if we, if if we just do, just fast like a little bit, like we, we, right. we suck at fasting. Yeah, we don't, we're not committed to that. We, so They be like fast. You be like, so how about we just don't have like. Don't have cake. How would we do that? Can we just do that? Can, right. we, just, can we just not have cake? Is right. that, like is that Mark, an option? <laughs> and Mark is like a, 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 a honest to God, like committed faster. Like Mark will do a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. fast. I'm like, nah. Nah. I, no. It's important. I understand. I, 6, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. don't eat nothing? You drink water. That's boring. It's very the funny thing is Ramadan. I think um, Muslims they they can't they, drink water. They can't even drink no water. They can't drink water. I said, "Oh, well, be blessed, um, friends." So I'm, I'm out here cheating. Apparently, compared to them, I'm, I'm still cheating. I don't have a problem giving up like certain certain food items. I don't have a problem with that. But like nothing. Yeah. Like, but maybe to, I'll get just, there one day. Just to um, <clears throat> give give the viewers, just if you don't know, the Bible does say certain prayers. Can only be answered through fasting and prayer. It do say that. It do say that. It do fasting say that. and prayer. Right. Not fasting or prayer. Fasting and prayer. I'm yes. just saying. <laughs> I'm still working through like what the fasting looks like for me. But honestly, like people like to make jokes about like, you know, like giving up social media or something isn't really fasting. Yes, it is. I, I, I never said it was a fasting. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're not saying it. But some people think fasting is literally only restricting yourself from food. But I'm like. Food is not even to me like the biggest issue for a lot of people and myself specific myself specifically. Social media, like when I did what was it I did this year? I deleted I didn't do social media. I didn't do any Facebook, I didn't do any Twitter, 
Instagram, YouTube even. Like, I just got rid of all that. And when I tell you, like, it really helped me to reevaluate my life. Because I literally used to spend the entire day on social media. The whole day. From the time I woke up, I would be on YouTube. Then I would go on Instagram. Then I would go on Facebook. Like, and I would do that all day long. Word. All day long. From, from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. And this year, I decided I'm not going to do it for the 40 days. And it's made such a difference, honestly. Because um, even though I'm back on the social media, like, I'm not on like I used to be. Yeah. Not to the point of distraction where I'm, like, not doing anything productive because I'm just sitting up staring at my phone all day. Right. Like, yeah, when I'm on this podcast and y'all see me, like, looking at my phone, I'm not, like, BSing. I'm, like, excuse me. I'm reading stuff or, like, looking at the docket in anticipation for the next topic. But, uh, yeah, fascinating. We're going to talk about that one of these podcasts, like, hardcore. Just, yeah, like, go a full topic, not just, just little stuff we're doing right now. Yeah. But. So let me continue to tell you all about Ethiopian Christmas. So um, the day before, everybody fasts. And the next morning at dawn, everybody dresses in white. Um, and it's worn like, a, it's, it's called a shama a thin white cotton wrap with brightly colored stripes across the ends. It's worn like a toga. Um, urban, more urban um, Ethiopians m- might put on white Western garb. Then everyone goes to the early mass at four o'clock in the morning in a celebration that takes several pl- that takes place several days later. The priests will dress in turbans and red and white robes as they carry, carry beautifully embroidered fringed umbrellas. It's lit. It sounds very lit. Um, uh, the choir assembles in the church and each person coming into the church gets a candle. They walk around, the congregation walks around the church three times in a procession holding the candles. Um, they gather in the second circle to stand throughout the long mass with the men and boys separated from the women and girls. The center circle is the holiest space in the church where the priest serves Holy Communion. Um... Yeah, they play games and uh, they uh, do, it's apparently like a 12-day thing. So from January 7th to January 19th, they have a whole um, a whole thing. And then after the 19th, they have something called Timcat, which commemorates the baptism of Christ. This is a whole thing. I learned something new today. Ethiopian Christmas is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do some more research into this, but this is interesting. It's very interesting. So shout out to David Levy for putting us on to some new, new ish. Word. Um, that's cool. Word. Um, well, real quick, let's do our shout outs real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the people on Spotify. Yes, on Spotify Apple. listening. Spot on Apple listening. Yep. On Google Play, Google Podcast listening. On Himalayas. Himalayas, Stitcher, Blue Blueberry. You remember Blueberry, Blueberry Podbean. Podbean. Um, all the listening. Also. Sp- um, shout out to the YouTube v- viewership. Hey, YouTube viewers. On YouTube. Um, we're going to try to like post the same video on Facebook soon. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing that. Okay. Soon. So, all right. All right. so hopefully they can, if you want to view on Facebook, you can do that also. It's lit. Word, word, word. Um, and um, hopefully, oh, and um, we have some, hopefully some surprises coming up for next week also. Surprises in the house. Surprises, surprises. I said surprises in the house. Word, I word. Said surprises in the house. All right, so we're going to go right into our love it and lose it or lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, our love it or lose it, um, just just so you know, we usually have four items. Mm-hmm. And we have to choose one that we will lose, one that we will love. Lose, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Love forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. All right. Um, I just thought about it in the next last minute. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's the like, best. You don't have time to think. Because we, we're doing it. I was like, ah, ah, ah. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, I hope he's got something because I, I don't have anything. So that's what I was on the side typing. Mm-hmm. So the um <laughs> the four are this is um cell phones free Android iPhone feud. Okay. So the four phones that we um want to address. Okay. Um, this is all I guess would be like high school, early college. Oh boy. Would be the Nokia. The one Sh- that you can play Snake on? Shout, shout out to Snake, I'm about to say. Okay. Uh, T-Mobile Psychic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the T-Mobile Psychic. Uh, the Razor. Mm-hmm. That was lit. And the Blackberry. Ah. <laughs> the ah. Blackberry. All four. And like, this is the old school back. I don't know one now that has Android, all that stuff and everything. Yes. This is This is before the iPhone, before the Android. These these are the four phones that were dominating the market. Mm-hmm. Well, Nokia was right before I think the T-Mobile Psychic, mm-hmm. but um, these are the four people grew up on. If you, um, I guess the phones we had in high school mm-hmm. that people had, y'all don't know how this how this was this life. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. understand this life. You don't even know. Like Nokia was like the vibe, son. Really Nokia was. was the vibe. The whole like, vibe. My best like, friend in high school had one. Hey, Samantha, shouts to you. You could. I think I still have my Nokia, my Virgin Mobile to- Nokia. I think it's somewhere in the house. I found Virgin it recently. Mobile. Yeah, and, Virgin Mobile. And then, and then um, we had um, Nokia. We we were out here making um, making songs with beeps with the with the phone the phone tones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember we didn't have full, used to do we didn't that. have full music and notes. It was yeah. just it was just notes. And we were like, yo, that's that that's that song right there. We were like beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> we were we are an innovative generation. I, th- I think I'll I think the that. big the big one at that time was like big pimping. We're like, oh shit, it's big pimping. It's big pimping. That's my ringtone. It's big pimping. It's big pimping. Remember ringtones? Remember when that was a thing? Remember buying ringtones? Buying ringtones. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I spent mad money on ringtones. I want my money back because that was a whole scam for for beeps. Yeah, for someone, for someone to be on on them making beeps, not not even, not even like music, mm. beeps. It's a whole entire scam. I want my money back. I don't know who I would address about that, but I do want my money back. That was a whole entire scam. Ringtone buying. So you said BlackBerry, Sidekick, Razor, Nokia. Nokia. Mm. Um, my loser off the bat is Nokia. Okay. I just, despite the fact that those phones were like it, I never liked how those phones were shaped. Like they were, they, were, they were shaped trash. Like visually, like I just did not like the. They were not appealing. They they weren't a look for me visually. Like I got that they could do all the beeps and the snake and the this, but just the way they look, like they gave me house phone vibes, and I never I never liked it. It wasn't sleek. It wasn't sexy to me. It was just real house phone looking. And even my my Virgin Mobile, like back then, that was like a small Nokia compared to like some of the clunkier ones. But it still was like, nah, this isn't this isn't an attractive phone to me. So just based off of like looks alone, I would have to like lose the Nokia because it just wasn't cute. It just it just wasn't vibey, and yeah. I feel like the color options were also quite limited. It was, like no, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, people used to buy cases. Yeah, remember we don't have plastic discussing cases. So plastic cases that people used to buy and snap it on. It was like two like two halves, just snapping on ghetto. Them. Ghetto. Like, yeah. Ghetto. 
Yeah. It's, it's some some cases all through like the mall. Mm-hmm. I remember those because <laughs> I think I had one. The cases, yeah. Yeah, I think I had like a sparkly one that like was a two piece snap thing, and I'm just like, like, the, like it's funny how they were getting off selling them ugly phones. <laughs> like people was going hard from the ugly phones. Fam, 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 <laughs> going hard, fam. The amount of money that I wasted on these ugly phones, like I want my money back. <laughs> I want my money back because I played myself. <laughs> I didn't know that back then, but I was playing myself, and now I'm upset about it. Yeah. But and whatever. And I was trying to say, like, maybe it was a different one, but no, I think no kids might lose it also. Okay. Only because, like, the other ones, they had, they all had something else mm-hmm. that um, kind of, I think, kind of um, with, with a good selling point. Everything mm-hmm. had a selling point. The only thing that had a selling point for Nokia was Snake. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess it, it's not fair for Nokia to be there, maybe. Because Nokia was the older one. Yeah. Maybe you should throw Nextel in there. Okay. We'll change Nextel. We still stand by what we said about Nokia. Yes. Um, we'll change Nextel. Maybe, maybe you're right. The Nextel chirps. The Nextel chirps. I'm still losing the Nextel chirp, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> that sound was annoying. It was annoying. Like, being in high school in Queens, like, I think they, like, after like two weeks after those phones came out, my, my school was like, y'all can't come in here with that. Because all you hear in the hallway is chirp, chirp, all... Day long, like like honestly, like I all like, day. What I, what I'll say is this: for no reason, it might it might it might still happen now, but I I don't know. I'm not in high school, but you knew what was fly by what was canceled in school. Mm-hmm. What got it's canceled? Because <laughs> next next tale start coming out, or everybody's having it. Like all right, that's enough tale. out of y'all. <laughs> no more y'all. School was got canceled. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with yo-yos. Everybody's going. Yo, hot. why was they coming so hard against the yo-yo? <laughs> yo, like, what what did the yo-yo do everybody to everybody? Because everybody was out here playing with yo-yos like crazy. Like you saw them yo-yos everywhere. Yeah, and everybody's like, "All right, no more yo-yos for y'all." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> y'all, "Y'all playing games? We canceling yo-yos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got rules against yo-yos now. Don't yeah. have yo-yos out here." <laughs> Like like that, that's people how you know, were doing the most. Anytime people start doing the most because like it got too popular, that's when you know schools start like, "All right, let's let's shut mm. this down. Let's shut this whole thing down." Facts. I was just looking up Nextel. I'm like, "Whatever happened to Nextel? Where'd they go?" They were with Sprint. Yeah, they yeah they merged with Sprint. I was like, whatever yeah. happened to Nextel? Sprint Nextel. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. I was like, whatever happened? Yeah. To I wonder. Yeah, I, I remember in school, like people used to be doing the trip while in school, mm-hmm. like and, all, and, all through the hallways, and 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 like all day, and like Nextel got that off too of just like it's just a phone call, like this is like no, nah, you got you got you got certain amount of chirps, it's 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 a voice text message is what it is. Yeah. It it was a little because ridiculous. like what. Well, like no one, no one works at a construction site over here. <laughs> like, there's no, like, there's no need for nobody that to be a, a thing that you have, like, as a regular, like, nobody, phone no one's at a construction site. <laughs> no, no. one's out here. We're in a public school <laughs> hallway. There's no need for this. But like, people just all had this chirping, and like the vo- and then the, the voice coming out automatically <laughs> to everybody could hear. It's like an automatic speaker. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. <laughs> I used to be so annoyed with it. Like, oh, church, church. hey yo, hey. it's like, what is the problem? <laughs> What is happening? And then it would be even worse, like, because when I was in high school, I went to high school in Queens. And so I used to go on the Ave a lot. And for those who don't know what the Ave is, it's 165th Street um, and Jamaica Avenue on um, in Jamaica, Queens. Look at you yeah. trying to make it worldwide, make sure it's not a New York podcast. Look at you. No, I'm just trying to. I mean, if you know, you know. But, you know. Just, you, might, you might not be from New York. You might not be from here, so the Ave might not mean anything to you. But imagine walking up and down the Ave and all you hearing is millions of Negroes. Millions. Not just the people from high school, but like the kids from the 75 other high schools that were around that area, plus the adults, 
just chirping up and down. Like, oh my god! If you if you're like a noise sensitive person, it was not a time to be alive. Let me tell you, <laughs> it wasn't a time. not a time. Ugh. Because I'm a person that gets over, like, noises very quickly. And so I think I was very annoyed in the next stealth phase with the unnecessary chirping. I was like, can <laughs> you pee? Like, why? For what? Like, just walking around everywhere. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Hey, yo. Chirp, chirp, yurt. Like, you could have just yurt without the without the chirp. It wasn't. I don't I don't understand why we're doing this. It was just the most indiscreet way of communication <laughs> possible. And I just, I just could never understand, like, why people were choosing to do this. Yeah. Hated it. I guess that's the version of like being stupid, trying to do illegal things with your loud as with your loud voice. Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, we, we, we can hear you. Like, why are you chirping a potential drug deal? Like, why do I need to? <laughs> why do I need to hear that, sir? Like, Please explain. Yeah. Making all types of unnecessary noise all over the place. Annoying. Yeah, the whole thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. And like I said, what's crazy? How next was out here charging for chirps? <laughs> charging for chirps. <laughs> Like, which makes me even more confused about why people were using it in the first place. I had charging for shirts. Child, please. People had money to throw away. That's my, that's my theory. People, people just had money to waste. What was it like? Sixty cents a chirp or something like that? It was unnecessary. It was, it was more than it should ever be. Let me do my googles. But, See if I can find out how much it was for a chirp back in the day. Because like, because like, basically, people were out here around um, chirp. Cause like, well, cause it was basically a uh, walkie-talkie and a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But them Nextels, they were so small, though. I feel like people used to lose them things all the time. No, no, they're, they're bigger ones. I've seen the big ones. No, no, Cause, yeah. Because, like, people had them, like, strapped to the to their You're belt. You're right. To the belt. You're right. Oh, remember that? When people used to strap phones to their belts, and that was, like, a thing? Yes, until phones keep getting stolen everywhere. <laughs> people stick, take it, like, snap right off. Snap it off. Snap um, but, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm probably losing Nextel, too, so that didn't really change anything. All yeah, right, no. So, <laughs> nothing was changed. No, nothing was changed. <laughs> Let's move on. Nothing was let's, changed. Let's move on. So, what's, um, what's your love it? My love it <clears throat> would have to be the Blackberry. Because it used to go down in the Blackberry pin conversations. BBN. BBN? BBM. It used to go down in BBN. I wish I still had some of those messages because wildness. Wildness went on in BBN. Just wildness. BBM was cool because text messages cost money. Yeah. So BBM, you could just be over here just like talking wild in various group chats and in individual conversations. Yeah. And I think- It, it was uh, a good time. It fed into people's want, want to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, because you could only use BBM if you had a BlackBerry. Yeah. So it kind of like made people like this, I want a BlackBerry <laughs> just to do BBM. Mm-hmm. Because I remember I had a, um, which you going to go over? I had the- Google, I had the first um, Android. The G1? The first Android. Mm-hmm. I had the G1. Yes, yeah, so you had that when I met you, and I think I did have a BlackBerry at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, I had the G1. Couldn't BBM me. You weren't down. No, I was not. Shame. But um, I had to go back and forth with other people from church. Uh, if you're listening, I guess people from um, church used to be with the BlackBerry talking to me crazy. <laughs> Because <laughs> used to be like, no, get Blackberry so you can talk to us. And I'm like, yeah, but y'all, y'all talk to each other. Y'all cool. But yeah, y'all, they used to be always in the, um, the Blackberry groups just talking. Mm-hmm. I was out here with my, my first Android. Mm-hmm. I remember that phone. I love that phone. I couldn't point that out. You did love that phone. You really did. Your heart was really what, broken what, when you had what, to get rid of yeah. it. Why did you have to get rid of that phone? What happened to it? Like it just got old? Yeah, it was just, it was just, it was got, no, it was you. You. Me? What did yeah. I do? Because you was like, you, you wanted to, um, you want me to get a Blackberry. 
Oh, I made you get a blackberry. Yeah, You're right. You want me to get a blackberry to, to, to be to be to be like you? Remember, you got the white blackberry. I got the black blackberry. Mm-hmm. And the white blackberry did me wrong. Yeah, that's what you get for making me get blackberry. After all these years, <laughs> this is how you feel. It all comes out. It all comes out now. Because, like, because you know what the issue is uh, with black. Whatever. Yeah, the issue with blackberry that I have, and this is why it's not my love. It mm-hmm. is blackberry. It was good with messages. Mm-hmm. It was good with email, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes, it was good with that. It yeah. was trash on the internet. Yes, it was the internet, not great the internet for internet. It was trash. It was. It was. And I was, I was like, it's trash internet. I'm tired for this. Yeah, <laughs> the like, internet was trash. Yeah, I think you left. You left out of black. As soon as you could upgrade that phone, you were like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch you later. I'm gonna catch you later. <laughs> I think I still had the BlackBerry for like maybe like a year. Yeah, you still had it. I was like, look at you. I'm get out of here. Yeah, and then eventually, I think you convinced me to get a Samsung. Mm-hmm. And then we that, that's when we started our Samsung run. Yeah, and now we both got it. We're, we're not on Samsung Team Samsung anymore. No, we were, we we're on were, Team Google. We had a Samsung run for a while. Yeah, because I think I got every Samsung up until I think the last Samsung I had was like seven. The seven. Yeah, and I you had. had the what? The nine? The ten? No, the seven. You had the seven. And then what did you get? No, you got the Pixel. Yeah, you got the Pixel. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's your love it? Um, I love it. Might be the sidekick. Okay, I started to say that, but then I was like, eh, that BlackBerry gave me. Gave me, yeah. gave me a lot of good memories. I did like the razor, mm-hmm. even though it was a flip phone, because mm-hmm. I liked the like the fact you can close it. Um, I think that's 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 what I liked about it is like you can you can like because you can't hang up on people like that anymore without like closing it. That's the one thing I miss about like flip phones. You can't hang up. It's just like hanging up on. You can't like ah, <laughs> like people can't, people can't hear that you're angry. Right. <laughs> like you, you just over there like you know what? I'm done with this conversation. Click. <laughs> Who can, mad, mad exits, mad, mad uh, time before your phone actually and cuts and it's off. Not, it's, and the funny thing is, it's not that the people on the phone don't hear you angry. People around you don't hear you angry. Right. Because <laughs> people like this, oh, shoot, that person's angry. Yeah, they slammed, they slammed that phone shut. Yes. Shut, I say. Shut. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like the sidekick. Once, but I will note that it was unacceptable to be out here using a sidekick over the age of like twenty twenty one, right? Like when after you're twenty twenty one, you couldn't really use a sidekick anymore. You look crazy. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't a phone that had a like long shelf life for no. like a like a burgeoning adult. Yeah, because you look you look crazy. They're growing up, you're like, yeah, it's like when you, <laughs> when you, when you, like, you doing this with a phone? <laughs> you trying to, try to do a twist? When you doing it, like <laughs> you got to evaluate what you're doing with your life. If you're doing this with a phone, you, you got to figure it out. Yeah, you got to establish what you're yeah. doing with your life. Cause, Cause, like, but that's, but that's also the reason why I like the G One, mm-hmm. cause it was like a more grown up version of that, cause mm-hmm. it had the keyboard, and I, I it did have keyboard, yeah. So yes. I, I had the push up keyboard. That I did say that is one thing I did like about it. I think that's the other reason I didn't really uh, like the Nokia or the Nextel or the Razer is because like no the keyboard. keyboard was hard. Yeah. Trying to send text on those phones, but 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 that's also why I was frustrated with the BlackBerry, cause going from that a full keyboard to that little keyboard and BlackBerry, I was like. It is. Yo, I love no- you, Kristen, but this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. And you know what? That BlackBerry keyboard used to hurt my fingers. The way, because trying to text with that. Oh my god, my, my poor little thumbs was on fire. And I was stressed because like They're hard. Phone. And then and then when I got a fire, when I got a BlackBerry, everybody stopped getting a BlackBerry. I was like, I got this for no reason. It's not even popular anymore. Why am I here? Why why am I here? <laughs> because you loved me. I did love you. You did. I did. You still do, right? No, I still do. But I'm trying to say that I did love you. That's why I got the BlackBerry. All right, <laughs> that's fine. Why the eye roll, friend? Why um, the eye roll? But yeah, like the, uh, I think the side T-Mobile Psychic 
was cool. your love? Yeah, I think sidekick was cool. Did you go to college with the sidekick? I did, and I think I had that sidekick for like two weeks. What happened to it? Someone stole that sidekick. Oh, the, in the middle, fit. In the middle of a party. Was it clipped onto your belt? Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's why. That's why. That's probably I, why. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why. I was like, woo! Came to the party, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey! You were like, all the time I've been hooking the block. Hey, that's right. Hustling, hustling. And then they were like, oh, snatch that off your, off your hip. That's not. You don't need that. I don't know if that was the song. I no, just, I would say that. That's what came after. I, I don't know. But it was stolen, the point. The phone was stolen. <laughs> it's like, hey, oh, oh, hey. So it was, it was my fault that was stolen. And, like, back then, there was nothing you could really do once your phone got stolen. Yeah. Like, that was it. There was there's, no, there's, like, there's no find my right. phone. There was no anything. Your phone's no, just gone. People just got your phone. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's just out there living their best life with your phone. They got your phone. They mm-hmm. switched the SIM cards, and that was the end of it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was they the were end like, phone. free phone for me. <laughs> switched SIM cards, and that was the end of it. I was like, yeah, okay, all right. And that's it then. All right then. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> on that. All right then. Okay. That's, that's that on that. That is that on that. But it's that's like the psychic like was cool though. Um, yeah. It had the um, the internet that, <coughs> and then like it had that like this is why the psychic was. It wasn't just because this this flip swivel. It was like it was like a light up swivel. It, it, just, it was just very kitty phone. Mm-hmm. Even like the the little rolling thing on the side. Yes, it, it, yes. it seemed like a video game. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't really like it, it was good. F- like it's my love it because I liked it. But it's mm-hmm. just after it, it's good for under twenty one. Right. Like as an adult, you're like, where was I yeah. really going with that? Correct. I understand. As a grown man, where you going with that? Where you, you going with that? Where you going with that? Okay, so that's your love it or lose it. Love yes. it or lose, lose it. it. Hey, love it. Or lose, lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 um, suggestions for a lover to lose it, you can always send it to us. We're always down for suggestions. Word um, to be mailed. Email us at all love no fear pcast at gmail dot com. Gmail. 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 Alright, and go. And go. Topic. Okay. I'm trying to find it. Topic. Is there a reason why you're putting your hand like right there in face of that? It's a strong it's a strong point. <sighs> okay. So today's topic. So I was on the internet like I tend to be. And um, Facebook specifically I was on and I saw a post and it made me say, oh, this would be fun to discuss on the podcast. So it's from um, Reverend Arlise Carson. Um, she is a New York City, a local New York City pastor. Um, she I don't want to like give out too much of her information, like just go Google her yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but her name is Reverend Arlise Carson and she actually came to our church and preached for Women's Day this year. Probably. Spring seemed like a really long time ago. We got to talk about it, how it, it, it seemed like last year, but it really was this year. 2019 um, was different. Yeah, 2019 was a weird year. Um, but yeah, she came and preached and like she was amazing. Such a powerhouse. Um, so she posted and I, I friended her on Facebook after she came and preached and she posts these really like inspirational, um, thought provoking things. So I saw this earlier this week, I want to say, and I was like, oh, let's talk about this. So she said... Once we relinquish the need to make others love us, we can begin loving ourselves. Although this does not feel good, your soul, spirit, destiny, purpose, calling, position, and presence is worth the process. Go through it now so you won't have to suffer for it later. I was like, huh. (coughs) And um, 
it really got me to thinking um, about how we kind of move in the world and how we sort of sacrifice loving ourselves and being good to ourselves to contort ourselves into positions to make other people love us. So I kind of want to talk about that as a thing. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, so I guess uh, it's a, it's, it's a, I think it's multi, uh, it's a multi-layered conversation mm-hmm. because number one, the first thing is I think we always got to figure out who are we trying to impress? Mm-hmm. Um, and what is that? Wh- who is that person? Why are we trying to oppress that person? What is the, what is what is that? Mm-hmm. What does that get from us? What does it get for us? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, because if we're just trying to impress random people, then it becomes a little different than if we're trying to impress friends. If we try to impress family, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying any of that is right or wrong. I'm just saying it becomes a different mindset mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and I, I guess we, we are, as human beings, we have a need to be accepted mm-hmm. a lot Every of times. And even though, like we, uh, people always say, like, "No, I don't need myself." We we ha- so we have a um, innate desire to be accepted in in, in something. Mm-hmm. So, like, even like the people who are like, "I'm a lone ranger," mm-hmm. they want to be a part of the group of lone rangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to be accepted in a group of other lone rangers, also mm-hmm. still. So yeah. it's like, um. No human being should be alone. Right. I don't think we were made to be yeah. alone. And I'm not saying relationships or anything like that. I'm just right. saying like um like, like we be in um being fellowship in, in with fellowship somebody, and relationship with people. With, yeah. with somebody else. Fellowship who, is such a churchy word, by the way. It is, it is, it is. But it, it but it but it applies. It does, it does. <laughs> but um yeah. I just I just laugh at how churchy how churchy of a word it is. Yeah, but like yeah, like I, I think that um it's good to um have somebody to to agree with, because like even, even like like I said, the people who are outcasts enjoy at least being with the other people who are outcasts, even though they think like, oh, we're the outcasts. But yeah, you're you're still a part of a group of outcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the group name outcasts. Okay. Bombs over Baghdad. That's fine. Bombs over Baghdad. Okay, I'm done now. It was in my head, so I just had to get it out. That's fine. It's cool. I feel judged. No, no, just not. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. Um, but um, I do love you. I do. Love, love, love. Love for you. Love. Love. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I saying? I don't even know. You were too busy judging me. You lost your train of thought. <laughs> See how that happens? <laughs> but, See how that happens? But yeah, like, so what, what, Um, I, I guess for you, do you... Do you um, <clears throat> How do you how does that affect you, I guess? Um I think if I if like when I read this 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 quote I had to stop and think about it. I feel like honestly for a very long time, far longer than I'm comfortable admitting um to myself, I think I did spend a lot of time trying to do things to make other people like me and be pleased with me as opposed to doing what I felt was the right thing to do for myself and for my own positive feelings towards myself. And I think it took me a while. I don't I don't know if there was like a light bulb moment or just a, I don't want to do this 
I don't want to live like this anymore. And I chose to do something different. But for a long time, I felt like I did operate in the I I was more concerned with people pleasing than I was with what people, though. And that, that, I guess that's the question. I'm asking. <sighs> what people? Be- um, because, because like that, I think that matter. I think a lot of people go into like that conversation and like you make that statement. Mm-hmm. But like what people matters, because like I think a lot of times people are like. People around them sometimes. Right. So like, like I, I would say maybe like friends or associate because friends is a reach. I don't. Anyway, um, probably like just friends slash associates slash people I was around or felt that I wanted to be like, I guess, or I felt wanted to see, wanted to see me. So, it, so I guess does that come from a place of um feeling that who you are wouldn't be accepted so you have to change that to be accepted um i i'm not i'm not I, saying consciously i, I I'm think not saying consciously, yeah, but i but. think i think that is that is part of it i don't i don't think that myself personally i've ever been able to 100% like be someone else like i think i've always been me at the core at the end of the day okay but like i feel like i may have in certain circumstances and circles sort of tried to um dim that a little bit and try to be more like going along with the crowd okay for the sake of being being liked i guess explain like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. I guess, you know, maybe, um, I remember when I was like a teenager, like I really kind of had like the, if you can't beat them, join them kind of approach. Okay. And like when there was like a group of girls that were like always kind of mean to me and you know no matter what I did they just they just weren't nice to me and I think at one point like they kind of started in on somebody else and they kind of left me alone for a little bit and so I was like okay well maybe they're like since they're not bothering me as much maybe I'll like try to you know, befriend them so they can see that I'm cool and that they'll, like, kind of keep this, like, leaving me alone energy. So I don't think I necessarily participated in them, like, being mean and bullying the other person. But, like, I didn't, I didn't say, hey, y'all should stop doing this. Like, I just kind of, like, sat there and, like, went along with it. Yeah, I I, I have. And I I, I laughed along with stuff. And I'm like, I knew I wasn't really with it or it wasn't right, but it was like, I like I and this is like I was maybe like 14 13 14 at the time right. and I'm like I thought these were the cool kids these were the people that I wanted to accept me and so I felt like oh I have to like go along with whatever they're doing to like be part of the crowd which now I'm like I don't even talk to them girls I couldn't even tell you but none of them girls is that so why was I even doing all that yeah I, I, I but at the like, time it seemed like a really really important life-changing big deal thing in high school I've, I've done <clears> the same <throat> thing like right. I've I've um participated in um demeaning somebody else mm. for the purpose of <laughs> being down 
be down. So mm-hmm. I, I, I participated in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, in high school it happens. And like, because in high school you think it matters. Mm-hmm. And reality doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, it really doesn't. Like how cool you are in high school matters zero. Mm-hmm. If anybody, any high schoolers are listening, I, I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. But if they are, how popular in high school matters none. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It matters zero. It really doesn't. <laughs> It matters. It matters zero. Like two years after high school. Like seriously, <laughs> not not like far away. Just like usually, right after high school, it doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. No, no one cares. No one cares. No like, one cares. It's, it's almost immediately. Yeah, that no one cares. It doesn't matter. Once high school graduation hits, like it's it's a non-factor. <laughs> it's only almost immediately. It yeah, doesn't matter. It's a non-issue. Um, but I, I guess the question I'm, I'm more asking is, um, how does that? How, how do you think does that play out as an adult? I guess then has that played out as an adult? Maybe not to that extreme. Yeah, but I think I think it, it has played out as an adult in the sense of there have been like people or groups of people that I have kind of had a perception of them being one way, and. I was like, oh, this would be a good group of people to align myself with for whatever reasons, whatever, whatever. But then when I am in a position where something's happening and I sort of feel like this is this, I have some questions about this or I think this is wrong or I think this is weird because as I've gotten older, I got more vocal. I would almost feel like if I want to maintain a relationship with these people, I kind of have to sort of downplay my real feelings to not lose out on on the relationship that I I have or want to have with these people for whatever reason. So so I, I guess what you're saying is there'll be an instance when someone does something mm-hmm. or something happens and you want to address it because mm-hmm. you're either offended or didn't like what they did or something mm-hmm. like that. And you would downplay your response to it. Yeah. Um, to, I guess, save the relationship. Yeah. 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 Um, because I feel like okay. if I say something, then this jeopardizes the whole relationship. And I don't want to jeopardize the whole relationship over this one thing. Um, so I feel like, oh, I'll just kind of, I'll still say something, but it won't be... It won't be as as quote unquote harsh as as what I really want to say. Do you call that a negative? Um, it depends. To me, I feel like there is a point in time where you sort of have to choose your battles and and kind of choose the things that you're gonna address and not address. Because there are some people like you, you're in relationship with them, and so you know that approaching certain things or bringing certain things up is going to lead to a fight because they're not the type of person that's receptive to okay. critique. So it's like you 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 kind of have situations where you have to choose whether you want to say something or not and kind of be okay with whatever the response or consequences or whatever is going to be as a result of saying something. But um, I do, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily think it's a negative thing i think i think i don't know i feel like it's a negative in the sense of i'm silencing myself 
for the approval or continued favor in the eyes of someone who I'm somehow placing at some some high pedestal somewhere. But then at the same time it's like I'm you, I'm choose I, I I I'm choosing to not be in a potential confrontation by saying something. So like it's 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 kinda I, I guess I, I view that differently. Mm-hmm. Um I think I view it in terms of so if I'm really close to somebody mm-hmm. and something is um, offensive. I, I think I always want to figure a way to say something because mm-hmm. I want to say something as a friend. Mm-hmm. But I have to find a way to say it so they will receive it. Right. And I think because I'm close with them, I will play the long game to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to play the long game to do it to make sure it, they right. don't do it. Right. Because because you still want to maintain that friendship. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think that has to do with like putting on a pedestal as much as um, or I don't think that has to do with um trying to mute yourself mm-hmm. as much as cater your response to it, it it's like it's like um if something happens at work mm-hmm. right and how you have to respond to it has to be acceptable for work mm-hmm. because if it's taken the wrong way it might affect you negatively mm-hmm. right um i think i always believe that you should always address it but how mm-hmm. you address it matters mm-hmm. and i think the same thing with friendship mm-hmm. how you address it matters right what um it, it happens in relationships too. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I and I think that um I think when it comes down to relationships and with family, sometimes people are less inclined to have the filter. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the, the more closer someone gets, the filter comes off because mm-hmm. um I, I spoke about it when when we talked about like the stages of group formation, the same mm-hmm. same concept, mm-hmm. but it's just like um like in the beginning. And you're just trying to like play nice and trying to like say things the right way mm-hmm. because you want to make sure you sh- you don't know where the relationship's gonna go mm-hmm. and if you don't you want to you don't want to damage where it might go right right but storms will have to happen for it to grow right so but how those storms ha- how those storms are affected and how those storms play out will tell you how it moves forward mm-hmm. and everything if so it moves forward, yeah. correct. So like that's that, that's the reason. So I I don't I don't think it's wrong to cater your response for it, mm-hmm. but I also believe that you should voice your opinion. Right, right. And I think I think you know that was something that was more of a, a struggle in my twenties. Um, I think now, not to say that I've got it all figured out at the ripe old age of thirty three, but like I don't feel like I look at any relationships or friendships I have at this point with that same like. Well, I want them to feel this way or I don't want to impact the relationship negatively. So I'm not going to like I I feel like I'm at the point now in my life where if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to again, like I'll choose my battles because some things just aren't worth the conversation. Because one thing I don't enjoy and if you know me, you know this. I don't enjoy repeating myself and I don't enjoy having someone get spicy with me when I have not been spicy with them. I don't enjoy either of those things. So if me and you are friends and you've done something and I'm, I'm your friend. Oh God. Yes. We're, you are my friend. Okay. Yes, that's correct. You are my friend. Okay. Are you, are you okay? I'm good now. Great. Cause you seemed very upset. I am. Are you upset? Or are you okay? Which one? I'm, are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. But you were upset. 
slightly, but you're you're okay. We'll work together. I just want to make sure. Um, <laughs> but let's say we are friends, and um, you do something or you said something that bothered me. Okay. In the past, and I've spoken to you about it, and I approached you in a real like. You know, loving, kind way, like, hey, you know, you did this and, you know, I felt X, Y, Z way about it. Like, this is how I took it, whatever, whatever. And we have a conversation about it. And you tell me, all right, cool. I'm assuming we're taking it from here. I, this won't be a thing again. If it comes up again, now I'm like, okay, so I've already talked to you about this. And here we are again. Now I'm making a decision to, like, either say... I'm going to approach this again either the same way I did before or slightly differently. Or do I, in this moment, brush it off and say, oh, well, maybe this was like a, a fluke. Like, so I'm in a position now where this thing has happened again and I have to make a decision about how or if I'm even going to approach it. Um, so I, I think it depends I, on where you want the relationship to go. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think, if I've decided in my mind that, you know what? I done told you already about this behavior and you keep doing this. Obviously, you're not, and this could be like total dramatic extrapolation, but that's fine. Um, obviously, you're not the type of friend that's that's capable of being able to deal with me the way I want to be dealt with. Maybe you're not ready to be that level of friend to me. Let me just be let let's just be the level of friend that you're showing me that you are right now. Maybe in the future. You could show me that you you can ascend to a different level of friend with me, but right now this might be it, because I don't want to keep talking to you about the same repeated behavior. So maybe the level of friend I'm looking for you to be, or the or the level of friend I think you are, ain't the level of friend you're capable of being right now. Yes, sir. And if that's the case, I don't need to talk to you no more about something I already talked to you at length about. I might just you know kind of not passive aggressively, but just kind of fall back a little bit in, in my interaction with you. Not like it's beef, like I'm ignoring your calls or anything like that. My energy is just different with you because I'm not going to keep putting myself in a situation for, for me to be um, uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable or thank you or, or, or agitated because of a person's behavior. Like I just, I just, because I feel like at this juncture in my life, I have a choice to be in relationship with someone or not in relationship with someone. The only thing I would say is I, I, I would I would usually try to give them at least two times. I'll at least try to say it one more time, only because um, people, we're, we're, cre- we're creatures of habit. Yes, we are. And sometimes, even if we really try, we still do things sometimes. Right. So, like, so like, I, I sometimes I'll try to give them at least a second time, like, and because usually sometimes the second time people are like, okay, this person's really right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes people don't understand the urgency the first time. Right. So, like, I, I think, um, I think two times might make it better. That's the only thing I will say. No. <laughs> now the reason I understand what you're saying, and I, 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 in a rational scenario, I would agree that you know two times is is reasonable. But I don't know. I guess for me, I've found that in certain scenarios where I have done the two times, if the person hasn't listened. 
No, no. After 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 two times, then I understand. And why. And it's like from the beginning, I should have known to not even be talking to you about this the second time because you don't listen. You don't listen. I think it also depends on the severity of it too. Oh, that's that's it too, because there there are some things that aren't that big of a deal where I don't mind having like a repeat conversation with someone. Correct. But definitely no more than twice. After twice, I don't know what we still talk about. Yeah, because like, I speak English. Because like, like I understand if it's if it's a severe situation, right? Like, like if it's if it's really offending me and everything. Right. Absolutely. So I I I, 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 I understand. The, yeah. Um, if, with that, but yeah. Um, I think there's, there's definitely levels. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like for me, a challenge I have with the whole concept of 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 feeling like I want people to to love me or like me is I feel like my initial presentation to people is very like or at least this is what I think. This could be wrong. Maybe people that have met me have a different a different thought pattern. Um because I've never met myself. Like, you know, I'm me, you know? Um <laughs> but I, I feel like the impression that people get of me off the bat is like, I'm chill, I'm funny, I'm, you know, engaging, I'm ch- whatever, whatever. And so I think when people see that, they have a perception of who I am based on that. And so then when, you know, something happens and then I have to kind of be like, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, hey, it's sort of like taken as this, like, sincere and deep affront to them and then it's like so you have that's when you have the so you know I can fire it scenario <laughs> people be talking so, like I can't and I'm just like okay so there's this concept like and I've, I've seen other people do it but it's like you ever like someone like say something to you and in your mind, you're like, oh, this person said that because they don't think I know how to fight. Right, like they don't think <laughs> that hands think, can be delivered. You don't think I know how to they fight. So like, I, I get why you said that because you thought I didn't know how to fight. So you thought you could just say things. <laughs> right, which is always very confusing to me. And I, I wonder sometimes <laughs> if it's because I come off as this very like happy-go-lucky, laughy-laughy person. So when I get serious with people, they're like, oh, she's mighty. She's aggressive. And no, no, I'm cool. If you're cool, I'm cool. But when you, when you start up with that. And the thing is, I'm never a first time around go hard in the paint individual, which is why I kind of feel like I get annoyed with the multiple conversations. Because, like, the first time I tell you something, like, it might be a little light, but I'm also serious. If I got to tell you a second time, I'm not happy anymore. So if you decide to violate time three, we can fight now. Because <laughs> I've already told you twice to cut cut it and stop playing with me. I want to point out that we're not, we're not promoting violence. But also, I can fight. <laughs> that's 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 the takeaway. No, but on some real stuff though, I feel I feel like because of how I present to people initially, when I do kind of speak up and say something, sometimes they're like taken aback and like feeling like my approach is really aggressive. When it's just like, no, it's not fun and games anymore. I'm seriously feeling away, and then when they respond in a way that is like hurtful to me it makes me feel like you don't care about my feelings you don't care about my feelings and 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 the and the love that we had between us as friends or whatever the case now is questionable to me correct and 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 this that and what you're saying is correct because we've we've had scenarios i'm not gonna talk about the scenarios but the if you um don't really i can still (laughs) fight the, I just um, want to put it out there. The the concern a lot of times is 
even if you say something and you're saying out of emotion, if you're saying out of anger, regardless of what it is, but you're still saying hurtful things, we're not going to now, because we're out of the emotion, we're, I'm still going to talk to you different because you said those things. Right. Because you said those things out of emotion means you've thought of those things. Right. And, and, and like whatever it was. So like those hurtful things, I, I would, it's, it's, gonna be, it's very hard to recover from any of those hurtful absolutely, things you absolutely, said. Absolutely. Just because, because you're angry, you don't... I'll the Bible say, I'll says, say "Sin not in anger." I'll, I'll, I'll say, "Be this. angry and sin not." That's what it says. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say this: just because you're angry is not an excuse to say what you want, right? Just because, because I, I understand where you're coming from. It's still wrong. I understand where you're coming from in terms of you're saying you feel hurt, so you're trying to hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. But now you said something. Now it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now, now you, you've destroyed whatever it is because you're trying to. Because you, 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 you felt so emotional, so you're like, I'm trying to hit back. But nothing comes back from that. Right. Like, like well, with, with me, like, with other people might. It doesn't come back with that for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with okay. After you said those things. Because, like, now I'm like, all right, now I hear what you're saying. Right. So, like, it's going to be it's gonna be hard. Like, we, like it's certain friendships won't, will not be repaired. Right, like, it's just. Like, that, um, that grand, I've had. Grand opening, grand closing. That I've had based off of what you say. And. And like so people have said certain things, I'm like, okay, so this is how you feel. Let's move on. Absolutely. And you know, I, for me personally, I feel like when I was younger, and not just age wise, but just in terms of maturity, when I was less mature, I would have still tried to engage with someone who had been that kind of way to me, because in my mind, I'm like, because I'm very much a, a optimist. I like to see the best in people even though they do things that are harmful, I still like to see the best in people and I, and I like to remember the good about people. But like Mark said, and so when I was younger, I feel like I would maybe have tried to not excuse the person, but be like, you know what? They're human. They had a moment, whatever, whatever. But now I'm sort of at the stage where I'm like, for me to allow you back into that space that you were in before, this whole situation happened, that is a, di- a direct conflict of, that is indirect conflict of my love for myself. Like, I love myself enough to place a boundary between me and you after you violated and not put you anywhere in the space where you can violate like that again. And whether you love me or like me as a result of me deciding to establish that boundary and keep it there, that's on you. Because as far as I'm concerned, if I've never extended anything but love and genuine friendship to you and you violate, I I don't. And I used to have very conflicted feelings about this. And sometimes I still do. I don't now feel that even though I'm a Christian and I'm supposed to love you, that you can be back in my space. Like I can right. love you without you being back in my space. Like be um, loving somebody and f- forgiving somebody doesn't mean that you have to. <clears throat> invite them back into a place to hurt you again. Right, and that's what I'm saying because that, it's like that, I, that, that's not. I don't think that that agrees to the yeah. same thing. I, yeah. I think that um, you can you can say that um, if you are in pain, I will be there for you, and if you're in pain, I'll be there for you, but still not let you back into a space where you can hurt me again. Right. I I, I think you can do you can um, you can do both little things at the same time. Right. Um, I could be like, all right, you're in pain. I'll be there for you, but. You will not be in a place where you can hurt me again. 
Absolutely. Because I, I don't I don't I don't want you um in that place right. because of where we were before. Right. Because for me, I'm like for me I think I would be one of those people who would sacrifice my own like comfort and well being to show someone that I was a good person and that what they did was wrong and to see it was almost kind of like I was trying to get them to see like you know that that um what's the word I'm looking for that that I wasn't this terrible person that they were being mean to and that I was still worthy of their love and so I felt like I would try to like reverse psychology like love them into loving me back again so they wouldn't do what they did to me and i finally had to be like this is exhausting work for somebody else to do yes you can't you can't can do it and and that's, and that's not how things work and that's not how things work and so i think now i'm at the point where i'm like i'm genuinely loving myself and the space that i am in and want to be in and so even though it hurts to like not be in relationship with people sometimes because hurts is strong. Um, even though it feel it doesn't feel great because hurts. I, I'd be a liar if I said it hurts. I'm just kind of like you yeah, acted up. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, because like sidebar, I'm very much I'm an open hearted, loving, giving person, but I'm also an Aquarius. And for those of you who believe in astrology, a little bit, Aquarius people will give and give and give. But once we shut that door, it's shut in the words of Cardi B, forever. Forever. Like, Jesus Christ could tell me to talk to you again, and I'd be like, eh, I don't know. Let's talk more. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not interested. Like, once I get to that point with the individual, I'm just, I'm not interested anymore. And while it, it, it's uncomfortable, especially when you're in situations with individuals where you once had that kind of like relationship and now it's no longer like that but you it's not beef necessarily but the dynamic is different while it's uncomfortable i'm like i would rather this uncomfortableness than for me to still be in relationship with you pretending like what happened didn't happen and contorting myself to make you feel comfortable with the way i am and loving me authentically like, if you can't love me authentically as I am without me twisting into a pretzel, then we don't have to be in that kind of a relationship. And that's cool. But I think it's taken me a while to get there. But I also think that because I've started making that concerted effort to just kind of keep the same energy with people that they keep with me um, when it comes to relationships, like, I feel like who I am as a person has grown and changed exponentially and it carries through <laughs> so many things I was going to say, but I'm, I'm editing, I'm editing. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it carries through to like so many other aspects of my life. And I feel like I'm a stronger person for it because I've said, you know what? I love me more than my desire to have you love me too. Yeah. So, so yeah. One thing I've um I've had this conversation with you before. <laughs> like I, you don't know what I started to say when I heard you say that, and I had to be like, whoa, whoa, pump it, pump it, dial it back, dial it back, dial it back. I um 
I've had this conversation with you before, and I think I, I've said before that um, it took me a while to understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. um, because like, like, because you you you're very strong, cutting people off, and I had to I had to, I had to like I had to like understand where that comes Ask from, about me. and and I, I think I think the reason why that happens is because you, it goes back to what you said before. You have high you have expectations for people. Mm-hmm. So you expect the person, someone to act a certain way. And when they don't act a certain way, it hurts you a lot. Mm-hmm. So, it, so to protect your own self, to protect your emotions, you're like, I have to cut that person off because it's, 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 it's I have to do that to protect my own sanity, <laughs> to yes. protect my own heart to do that. Mm-hmm. So like that, I, I, I realized that that's what happened. Cause like you, you, cause you expect like, you're like, all right. I expect this person to do this. Expect mm-hmm. this person to do this. And when they don't do that, and they, right. and they, especially if they do things and it hurts you, right? And everything like it, it, it's so much emotionally damaging mm-hmm. that you have to cut the person off, right? To like be okay, right? Because like you had so much expectations for that person, right? For in, in whatever capacity that you expected them to be in, right? And everything. Right. So when so when when they cross that line, it, 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 like you have to cut them off so you can be where. Um, where you can be <laughs> right. emotionally right. and be be on the right path. Right. Um, I realized that, like, and and like, me just telling you, like, no, just get, get, it's not, it's not going to work. With everything, like, how I process things has always always been different, and it's very jerkish. People always say it when I explain how it is, but like, my initial reaction for people is to expect nothing from people, and I I expect people to be trash. <laughs> I, I my initial expectation is people mm-hmm. are trash. Right. I'm sorry. I apologize to you, everybody here. <laughs> but my initial expectation is people are trash. So you thought I, I was trash when you met me? I, I expect everybody to be trash. Expect me to be trash. I expect everybody to be trash. How dare you? How? And then they. I didn't expect you they, to be trash. They have to. Pr- we have different outlooks in life. <laughs> but <they> have, apparently, <laughs> I'm Pollyanna over here, and you're just like. <laughs> You're the Grinch. <laughs> everybody's everybody's trash, but like, and everybody has they do things to go up and level. So, for you, I'm not gonna say that everybody starts at one, but everybody starts at like three or four, and like they're and like sometimes they go up and down based mm-hmm. off where it is. Mm-hmm. For me, everybody starts at like twenty, <laughs> okay, and, <laughs> and they have just... to gradually go up, mm-hmm. and then one day they'll get to one. That's fine. <laughs> so like everybody started, so like and like maybe that's the last stuff I went through. I haven't I haven't like hashed out why that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't really hashed, yeah I really haven't hashed out too much. That. Yeah, I gotta unpack that. But like, well, I I automatically is assumed that let's see what's going on, and that people gradually do gradually get there. Like okay, you're here, you're here, because I'm because like when I meet somebody, I'm trying to figure out where they are mm-hmm. on the scale for me, right? Based off their actions, right. You have to prove to me that you're mm-hmm. a certain way, right? And everything. I, I don't. I don't just. I. Because I, like I, I know, especially initial reaction. I'm trying to figure it out, right? So right. like, so when people do certain things, I'm like, okay, well, you did that because you were trash. So I, I, I get it. You, you were trash in the first place. So I right. get. So, I get. I, mean, I get why you do. This. You're just acting like what you are. <laughs> oh, is, I get. You're, you're doing trash things. Oh, right. Okay. Because you're that's trash. Right. That's that's who you are. This is who you want to be. <laughs> like, so like, I, so I under, so I, like I said, I understand where you're right. coming from because mm-hmm. you have a different expectation. Right. And I, I, can't, I can't tell you to think like how right. I think. Right. That's not how. Like that's not how you approach things. Yeah. Like I think because you could. Oh, let me finish. Uh-huh. Sorry. Because like 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 you said, you're you're an optimist. Uh-huh. And like you're you're like all right. 
I, I believe this person is going to be not trash. <laughs> this person is going to be a, a good person to work it out. This person is going to do this. And do this, why, why, why wouldn't they do this? This makes doesn't make any sense. And it's like in, in your mind, you're like this is, and like in your mind, you're not asking for a lot. You're asking for them to just do basic things, <laughs> just to to not be a trash human being. <laughs> in, in your in your eyes, what a trash human being is. So you're, you're expecting certain people to do certain things, mm-hmm. and when they don't do that, it hurts you because you're like, but this is what, what? Why wouldn't you not do that? Hurt is dramatic. Yeah. And I, I know hurt is dramatic. It perplexes me. Yeah, but but it hurts. It hurts based off of the level of what you're you're right. closest to them. That's what yeah. I'm like I just feel like it's unfair. Yeah. in a sense because but, I'm but like certain people hurt. But some, yeah, people, some, people, some hurt. people have hurt me. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. So I guess I, my I, feeling is like it's just unfair because I'm like I haven't been this way to you. Correct. Why are you being this way to me? When all I've tried to do is be loving to you and get you to see why you should love me. Yeah. Why are you being this way? But you also got to understand. Um, it's a lot of factors of why people certain do certain things. Most of them have nothing to do with you. <laughs> Most of them have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's still picked it up. Um, well, if they heard it, they heard it. <laughs> Most of the things have nothing to do with you. Like sometimes it's just someone's perception of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be something based off of their perception of certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, based off certain things you did, like they reminded you, they reminded them of certain of of other people that it's like put you in that box immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be their just mood at that time mm-hmm. and everything, and all those things have nothing to do with you. So you you have every right to react however you want to react. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it could be a lot of th- most. It could be most things that have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Have nothing to do with your actions and everything right. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like I said, I just think that I've come to the point in my life where I'm just kind of like. It is what it is. I don't have the energy for um, maintaining relationships that are harmful to my mental health and to my um, concept of self-worth. Correct. And so if a relationship is making me question my my self-worth, making me question who I am as a person, making me question my integrity as a person, or making me feel like I have to compromise my worth or integrity as a person in order to feel accepted or loved, then I just don't want anything to do with the relationship. It's really, like, I'm out. I'm out. I don't have to continue to... I'm out. Audi 5000. Peace. Deuces. It ain't no problem. And it's not no beef. It's not no... It's just I don't... I don't want to be here no more. Right. I'm, I'm out. And, you know, I I used to feel like, oh, that's selfish. Oh, no. I don't... I'm almost 34 years old. I don't have time to be playing games. With people at this juncture in my life. I'm too old. I've given too much of my energy to um, individuals and situations that have sort of, for all intents and purposes, sucked the life out of me. And so... I'm sorry. Continue. Go ahead. Continue. Go. Please. Continue. Move on. Was that sound effect necessary? Maybe. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is that? Because it sounded like a slurp. No, it wasn't a slurp. That's that's how it sounded. That was that's what I heard. I didn't. It was alarming. Okay, alarming. But yeah, um, <laughs> and it distracted me. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. But um, yeah, I'm just at the point where I'm like, listen, I can't spend time worrying about whether you like or love me. Like Earlie's Carson said, my purpose, my destiny, all that is too is too important and too great for me to be 
worrying about how people feel or what they think about anything about me. Like, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. I know who 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 God has made I me to be. I know who God says I am. What, what he, he says, says I am. Where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. Hey, hey. I know who I am. But yes, so I do know these things. And so it just, you know, I think, like we said at the beginning, you innately have a desire to be liked. But the more I get older and wiser, the less I'm, like, concerned about that. The people that like me, that I'm worried about liking me, we all on the same page about liking me. If you on the fence about liking me, I don't know what to tell you. Work it out. Talk to Jesus. Um, I don't care. I don't. Word, 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 word. I, don't. I like me. Mark likes me. Avery likes me. I'm good. Yes. I do like you. I okay. like you too. Yes, I'm liked. Yes. Yay. Yay, 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 yay. Yeah, let's move on. We just got real creepy at the end. We apologize. <laughs> um, again, like video, you don't like this is what me and Mark do all the time. Like this is not us putting on for the podcast. This is me and Mark talking all the time. So, yeah. That's how we be. Word, word, word. That's word, how we roll. Word. What else is on the docket? Because I can't see it. So word, what else we got on there? Word, word. I, all these dances. Oh, Artist Spotlight. Artist Spotlight. Who did I have on here? Artist Spotlight. The good sis Brandy. Brandy. Um, Brandy Norwood. Spotlight. Ray J's sister, which it's is crazy. Artist Spotlight. Who would have thought that Ray J would have been the quote unquote more popular star of the two of them? It's Brandy's brother. It's Ray J's sister. Um, in the club. Who's in the club? Who's is that song? Yeah, where's your song? Which song? Up in the club. Bottles full of up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, up in the club? What? Where? <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. But now I know what you mean. So, um, Brand- DJ's rocking. It's on the night. I love that song. <laughs> oh, long day out. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what is happening? It's the best part of the song. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I don't even know how you got here. Me is confused. I apologize. Continue. Truly, honestly, me is confused. So, yes, Miss Brandy Norwood. Yes, God. She is the vocal Bible. Ask about the good sis. She be, um, she be running. Yo, Brandy, masterful. Do you hear what I'm saying? Masterful with the runs. Um, she's an Aquarius like me, February 11th. Shout out to February babies. Um, I think the other, um, we shouted out another Aquarius earlier this week, um, earlier this month or podcast season. Um, Kelly Rowland is also an Aquarius. I believe her birthday is also February 11th. February 11th is a popular day, um, actually. I know mad people born that day. Um, but yes. Um, Brandy, we have known about Brandy for the last, what, 30 years. Um, she has been out here in these streets, um, singing. Um, remember when her and, uh, Monica had The Boy Is Mine? I, I definitely remember back then thinking Monica had the better voice. That was foolish of me. Um, and there's no shade to Monica because I absolutely believe Monica can sing. But, like, the, the vocal quality of brandy is really just uh 
There's nothing like it. No, there's nobody out there that's really see, um, really seeing it the way Brandy's seeing it. Brandy's 40 years old. I don't know how I didn't connect the dots that Brandy's that old, but she's also been out since she was like 13. So I guess it makes sense. Um, is that Brandy in the background? Yes. Play, play some of her tunes. I don't know if you can. I, I guess I'll do the same thing and put the video. Yeah, put the video. You got to put the video in the um, in our video. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, but she's one of those like, oh, like vocally like just unmatched. Like the the girls of today that want to come out and be singers all list Brandy as one of their vocal influences. Um, she just she be running. Hmm? She be running, and her like her vocal control is amazing. Because to know that she can do that, but was giving us like almost doesn't count vocals. Like her voice is so soft, it's like it's like baby hair almost. That's what I think of when I hear Brandy's voice. Baby, hair. it's just like soft baby hair. That's what I think of when I hear like her earlier work. But like when you hear a song like "Begging and Pleading" that she sang like two years ago, um. The one with uh, where she had like the 1920s um, themed video. It was like, OMG, like this girl really has like powerhouse vocals. Um, and I really, I really in, like enjoy Brandy's voice. Like every time I hear her singing, I'm like, yes, I'm ready. Like she's about to give me everything that I need. I don't know what's been going on with her career, though, because I feel like it's been really like I feel like she hasn't found a sound as an adult. And I feel like she's still trying to figure it out. I feel like back in the 90s, she had, like, a very clear sound. And I think since she grew up, like, that sound hasn't really, like, evolved into something that's, like, solid. And I, I think she's still trying to figure it out. I also don't know if I think Brandy wants to be a singer as bad as I want her to be a singer. I, I, like, that's I think, out there in these streets. So I, I think Brandy... Also, Brandy, Brandy don't need the money. So she don't really need to be yeah, out here touring yeah. and making music. I think but, Brandy and Jennifer Hudson, mm-hmm. they... um. I know there are different kinds of people, mm-hmm. but like, because I was getting ready to be like, what kind of comparison are you trying to make here? Um, I think that uh, I think they both are trying to. We're trying to find. A, I think they both just need a person who can write a song for them. Right. That's what I'm saying. And Brandy also probably needs to get a new manager, but you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, I think they both need someone to write a song for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because like sometimes the songs that they choose, mm-hmm. it's either a song that doesn't demonstrate their voice well mm-hmm. or a song that demonstrates their voice well is just not a good song. Yeah, because I'm like... So, like, it's 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 always one <coughs> or the other. Because, like, the songs that demonstrate Jennifer Hudson's voice well, mm. but it's not really a good song. Yeah. And the songs that are, like, just, like, basically, but it doesn't really show it off. So it's exactly. Like, it's nothing that has, like, a good combination of this is what my voice is and this is a good song you want to jam to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's very rarely that both go hand in hand. Right. I agree. I agree. I think that's Brandy's struggle is that she hasn't been able to find something that... A captures the 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 dynamics of her voice, but also a jam, a jam. But yeah. that that's that's the 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 struggle that she has. And I also think too that she's at that weird age in the industry where the people who are out with her, not many of them are still around. Correct. Like Monica's still out here, but like of the Brandy era of people that was like big back then, like who's still out right now? So it's like. The music is definitely... She's a legacy act now. She's a legacy act. Yeah. Like, the music of today is not catered for a 40-year-old person. It's just not. 
and it, it's and, like it's and like she goes towards maybe like the neo soul because like there's a lot of neo soul is a lot of older people right like she can like get the, um, the people on like used to be on BT um what's it called BT uh, soul was it yeah I was about to say uncut but that's not no it's not it and then because like you had um. Yeah, Avery Sunshine. Avery Sunshine, Let Us See, like yeah, those like types those of people, artists. Like, yeah. those, like those people, they, yeah. they're, they're usually a lot older and yeah. they, they can ride with that. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not, I don't know what kind of career they have. Yeah. So it's hard for me to gauge. Right. But like, I think she's more in in, in that league. In that realm. Yeah. yeah. I definitely uh, agree. Um, I think, I, I allegedly her Fantasia and Jasmine Sullivan have a song that they're working on and I'm ready to hear it because the three of them sing down and I'm ready to get my vocal life. <laughs> and um, you know, I hope they I hope they put it out. But yeah, get into Brandy, man. Brandy got some real some real popping vocals. Go watch her on the internet. Um, there's a video of her singing somewhere over the rainbow in her bathroom from like a million years ago, and it's just like, yes, Brandy, come on, give the girls these well placed runs. Yes, God. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're not into runs, maybe Brandy isn't fun to you. But yeah, she she gives life. She does. Um, yeah. So go get into Brandy if you if you haven't gotten into her in a while. Just go get into her. She's great music. Um, what else is on our docket? What else we talk about? Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, going next after our artist spotlight, we have the Joe Budden live show recap. Yes, yes. So um, Joe Budden live, Joe so Budden podcast live. Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you saw Mark and I's social media. Um, over these past couple of days, but we attended the live podcast of the Joe Budden podcast in um, the city. It's at Beacon. It, it was, was at the Beacon, Beacon Theater. It was packed. It was packed. It was pretty much sold out. There was like a couple empty seats, and by a couple, I mean like five. Um, it was packed. Um, it was a really, really nice um, venue. Um, I what what would I say about the podcast itself? Um, the, the podcast itself was the live show. The live show. Um, so what, what I, what I realized and having conversations with people when I said, um, I was going, um, I think I had this conversation before, but like black people are just get kind of getting into the whole podcast realm. Mm -hmm. And when I say just, I mean like the last three, four years, Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of getting into the podcast realm. So like a lot of people don't understand, like the concept of a live podcast is still weird to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that it's kind of. Um, breaking that with um, Joe Budden and mm. the Reed and stuff like that is mm. kind of like breaking what that looks like, right? Um, because like, because like NPR has been doing it for a long time. Mm. NPR has been doing it like um, other people have been doing it like like live podcasts and everything like that. Um, but it's 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 a it's a weird realm mm. to be in because like people are questioning like, what are you gonna go and watch people talk? Why why would I do that? Because <laughs> like the concept it, it, it does sound weird. It does. It, it does. Do, it does sound weird. Like it's not a talk show. It's it's a podcast, which is different. So yeah. But yeah, but like, you get what I'm saying. It's like so, uh-huh. so I understand. Like, but um, I I think the I th- I'm glad that it's getting more popular because of it. Um, I think the read is when it kind of started it, but I think the Joe Budden podcast made it more like. It brought it to a lot of people who don't do who don't do podcasts at all, who who've never done podcasts or who, who didn't even do the video, um, YouTube. He brought a, he brought he brought a different. The way. crowds at both live podcasts are very different because I yes. went to the Reed's live podcast earlier this year, like in yes. February. It was it, cold. Yeah, and the crowds are very very different. Correct. Very Correct. very different. Correct. So it's just interesting to see the the black podcast listening demographics. Yeah, because because Joe um, Budden podcast is like number one. It's a lot of Joe Budden fans. Yes, it's a lot of Joe Budden fans. fans. Joe Budden fans are different. Right, they're <laughs> definitely rap fans. Yeah, and they're definitely hip hop fans. Yeah, the Reed the people that listen to the Reed are more like. 
general pop culture yeah. um, fans. They also probably are more of the LGBTQIA community membership because both Kid Fury and Crystal are part of Correct. the um, LGBTQIA committee. I mean, community. So you see a lot more of those people um, at their podcast. And I feel like you also see a younger crowd at the Reed podcast. Probably. Um, Joe Budden podcast, I felt like I saw more like 30s, over 30s. The Reed definitely you saw some like Joe Budden's an older 30 kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But the... They they call Rory the young one. He's like 28. Yeah. Well, he's been 28 for like five years. No, Rory's Rory got to be 30 by now. (laughs) Um, But it was really, really um, a good time. They did start a little late, which was a little annoying, but, you know, whatever. Um... What I, I guess um, before you, well, I'll, I'll let you describe it first. I'm gonna ask you more questions. Go, go ahead. So, excuse me. Um, the way they opened it, they opened it with a um, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an intro from Belly, where they kind of had. Because I don't know if you fo- if you follow Joe Budden podcast, you'll see like when they're like promoting their live shows and stuff like that. They'll do little sketches from different like shows or popular videos and stuff like that. So like when they were promoting their shows earlier this year, they kind of had a The Office. Yeah, that vibe no, going for it, one of them. More than that show. Yeah, yeah, they had an office vibe going, and then there was another video they did earlier this year. Um, oh my goodness, I can't think. I can't remember what it was. Um, like Family Matters, I think that's what oh, it yeah, was. Yeah. They did that. So they had like a belly. You know the belly intro if you've ever seen Belly when Nas and DMX and all of them walk inside the club and it's playing. Um, However, do you want me? Yeah. However, do you need me? And it's like you know they got the little slow motion. Like it was really really cute the intro. Um, they came out, and, you know, they kind of introduced themselves and, you know, kind of got the podcast going. I think it was kind I don't know. I kind of got the impression that it was a little weird, like, having the conversation that you would have in, like, a contained room with, like, your four friends as opposed to, like, it's your four friends on a couch on a stage in front of, like, 3,000 people. Yeah. So, like, the energy was different because as someone who listens to their podcast, like, I could tell that it was kind of like, oh, this, and they're very introvert kind of guys to me. Yeah. So, like, it kind of felt like it started off a little weird. Yeah. Like, but eventually they kind of picked up the energy. Yeah. <laughs> and got into it. Yeah. But I, I think the first five minutes, was it felt a little, like, awkward. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's funny because, like, I, th- I think they mentioned it before, like, on the podcast where, like, it's like um, it's like they have inside jokes themselves mm-hmm. that like everybody else is on, right? So it, it, it's a weird thing because like they they're because like when they're together they just look at their friends talking, right? But like everybody else be you knowing the same jokes and everything. Right. So like I think they said when they first doing live pocket, it, it, it was it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling, and I feel like that, that that's a weird feeling. Like, yeah. Let's say like you you joke around with your friends all the time, and then you. You start doing that on stage, and everybody else understands your jokes and talk, mm. talking the same thing and laughing, right. and like it's like everybody, it's it's it, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny thing. Yeah, yeah, but like the whole vibe of the podcast was the they did like a um I stepped out for a second to be on a phone call, that was a random sidebar, but um so I missed part of it. But when I came back in, they were doing and maybe you can fill in what happened during there. But um when I came back in, they were doing a uh uh not truth to truth like. Which I, I, I was playing. Spit your game, something so, like that. So before they did that, of course, they, they were doing like their little um. What like you talk about the, the topics they talk mm-hmm. about? They talk about different things. I um, talk about the uh, the year mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything was going on in 2019. They talk about all that stuff, mm-hmm. crazy stuff going on. Um, and then um, they um they did an intermission, and then they uh. They basically had. Do you still got it? That's what they mm. did. So yeah, basically, what, what they called, did yeah. was 
they brought up a couple mm-hmm. and then two single people, one guy, one girl. Mm-hmm. And what you do is like you have a couple. The guy went first, and he has to kick game to the girl and see if they and 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 the and his girlfriend would judge it to see if he still got it. Mm-hmm. And the same thing would happen with the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, would try to kick game to the guy and see if she got it. Um, it it didn't go as well. I guess it's it's probably what previous ones. Uh-huh. Um, because. <laughs> it, w- it was funny when the guy was going. Mm-hmm. How his girlfriend was like, he did it. I was like, yo, he he don't don't do too much. Mm-hmm. She looked she looked quick. She looked she might she might hit you. Mm-hmm. Might, might want to simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> might want to simmer down. Don't overdo it, bro. Don't yeah. be a hero. Um, and like the girl, she didn't do too much either. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Roy was saying, she was like, yeah, this, this, this goes back to my my initial um thought pattern that women don't have game mm-hmm. yeah i think i walked back in when they were doing that. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because um yeah it was, it, was, it was funny but like they try to do things like that and then mm-hmm. sometimes they used to do in the other shows they do truth to truth mm-hmm. um basically saying like ask, ask a question you gotta say there's only truth or truth there's no option there's no there mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. truth or truth and you gotta ask a question and they have to say the truth and everything mm-hmm. um and then they did um for the love of joe and for the love of maul mm-hmm where um they have um it's like just like for the lo- for the love of Ray J I guess mm-hmm. they have yeah they like have, they have people up there and they they trying to um I guess because they're both single now so they're trying to talk to them what? <laughs> um but yeah like I I guess I wanted to ask you I was like what um I guess what when you look at live podcasts. In terms, and then you look at our podcast. What, mm-hmm. what I guess, do you see us? Do you see that? What do you want that to happen for us? Yeah, yeah. And like, and like, I guess. What do you? How do you? How do you see that looking? Um, <clears throat> I do. I would like to have like a live podcast like situation happen. Um, I definitely would want to have it be like have crowd participation in it for sure. Like. I don't know if I would do like a do you still got it type of game or something like that but like I definitely would like some type of crowd participation. Um I also feel like I would almost want to like kind of like do like Oprah Winfrey and like go down in the crowd myself and like talk to people. Talk to people and do stuff like that. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Um I also would like to like do like just like how we talk about artist spot, like like I would love to have like at some point either as an opener or as part of the live podcast, like some artists come in like do something. Like yeah, I would like to have something like that as well. That would be cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, but I, I would definitely love to do like a, a live podcast, and I would definitely like to have like a live podcast with like some guests, yeah. not just like me and you, but like somebody else there. Yeah, we, um, got, we got friends. Or somebody else's. Yes, we got friends. We got amigos. We got friends. You can do this. We know people. Words, um, yeah, but I think overall the, the experience was really good. Um, I just wish that they had more time, but you know they had to get the heck out of um, the Beacon Theater by a certain time, so um, it wasn't it didn't go on as long as it could. And I got the impression that they would have gone on longer because I mean if you listen to the Joe Budden podcast, their, their podcast be three hours long every episode mm-hmm. almost, and I think in total this was like maybe two hours. Word, yeah, about two hours. Yeah, like a little, like a little under two hours. Um, so I felt like they could have gone on longer, but like it was a really good experience. I would go again. Maybe if maybe not to the Beacon Theater, but I would go again. Okay. Um, 
the exit from the Beacon Theater, child. The exit we took, somebody said it was very Underground Railroad-esque, and I don't disagree. <laughs> um, we was walking down some long tunnel that was real narrow, didn't have no openings. It was just, it was stampede hell, really. Um, if it was ever to be like a situation where there was a stampede, people would have died in that in that, yeah, that dangerous that, hallway. The exit was a little, little no, tragic. I'll never do that again. Because um, <laughs> if something had gone down, we'd have just been trapped in that tube. Word. I didn't. I didn't like anything. You didn't like it? Then. No. No. I, I like it either. I'll yeah. be honest. I was like, why? But you can't turn around. Yeah. It was, like it was not. It was. It was a little crazy. I didn't like it. But overall, I thought the podcast was really, really good. And um, you know, um, sin popped out, and I was just like, oh, okay. I thought y'all was broken up. Why she here? I'm confused. But that's another story. Um, I don't believe they ever broke up. Mark says they did. Whatever. It's no reason for me to believe that they, they didn't break up. People, just, because, just because they're like around each other doesn't mean that they broke up. Like I, I I feel like I'm of the belief that they um they want to co parent effectively. And if you want to co parent effectively you'll be around. Yeah. You, you you can't you can't be you can't be that hostile toward each other. Right, but why is she on the stage? Why you brought her here? For what? No, they, I don't think he did. I think she just came up. She just came up there because, like, they, they mentioned it on they the podcast. They were like, "Oh, we're scared of her." Yeah, they, they mentioned it on, the, on the podcast. Like, <laughs> there was like, "Why is she there?" She was like, "Yeah," because she was like, "I'm coming," and they was like, "Okay." Right. <laughs> she was like, I'm not, "I'm not gonna say no to her." Right. Like they were like, "We're scared of her," so we're just gonna <laughs> just just we're not, we're not in this. Um, it was interesting though. Like, <laughs> I thought their outfits were also funny. I don't know what these pants were that Rory had on. Like they were like stri- they had like vertical stripes. I didn't understand what was happening. Joe came out there in like uh, a hat with a feather and a coat with mad fur on the. Parks were in red. Look at him. Pa- Parks was out here in red Levi's with a Christmas hat. A la what we got going on here. I think Parks Parks might have had the best outfit of the evening. I don't know. <laughs> and Mall Mall I can't remember what Mall had on, but I don't, I don't really know if I liked it that much. But Mall's mad weird. But you know it was a cool time. It was a cool time. I feel like next time we go, I would want to do like a meet and greet or something. Yeah. Because I wasn't going downstage to the down to the front of the stage. Because they seem they look like the type that hang out on the stage after the event. Like they don't immediately like walk off. Like they stick around and talk to the people. But I was like, I'm not going down there to try to get get up there. Yeah, I won't do it. So maybe next time if we go again, I would try to get closer to the front so that I could actually like interact with them or do the meet and greet or whatever. Yeah. But like they seem really cool and they didn't seem like. They didn't act like we're these big stars and we can't talk to anybody. Like, they just acted real normal. Yeah. Because I saw as we were leaving, they were, like, down in the front, like, talking to people that were down there and shaking hands and doing whatever. Like, they weren't they weren't acting industry. Look at Joe Budden's growth. 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 <laughs> Joe Budden's growth. Because Joe Budden was not, was not about people for a long time. Yeah. Because, like I said, everybody up there was introverted. So, they're, mm-hmm. like, they're kind of like people, though. People. <laughs> people. All these people. is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. If you have an opportunity to go to the Joe Button Podcast Live, I would strongly recommend. Go do it. Work. Um, what else do we have on the agenda? Next we have Carol Sanchez. Okay. So I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. So um last week, uh an Amber Alert went out for a young lady, Carol Sanchez, um, in the Bronx who was allegedly snatched off the street and thrown into a white van while she was walking down the street with her mother. Um, the mother may or may not have gotten punched in the face in this altercation. But an Amber Alert went out. Um, everybody was looking for this girl. Um, I think she was maybe missing for like a full day. And then the second day into her being missing, she uh, walked herself into a police station. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, she's been found safe, blah, 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 blah. Then a couple of hours later, the story comes out that the whole kidnapping may have been a hoax. So I was like, okay, 
let me see where this is going. So then the full story comes out that the girl planned this kidnapping with her 23-year-old boyfriend because I think the mom, what I read, and I don't, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I, what I read was the mom was considering a move back to Honduras, which is where the family's originally from, because I think the mom is here illegally, based on the story I read. The mom is here illegally and has been served like an ICE deportation notice. And so she's choosing to self-deport before they come get her. And so she was going to go back to Honduras. I guess the daughter didn't want to go back to Honduras because I'm assuming she is, you know, American, born here. This is all she knows. So she figured, oh, well... If I stage a kidnapping to get away from my mom and avoid going to Honduras, like nobody's going to nobody's going to make a big deal of it. It's just going to be I disappeared. Um, And the responses that I saw on social media in response to this information coming out were very interesting. So I just want to say a few things. Um, First of all, um, the, the. the 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 way that we as human beings will change our tunes is amazing. People literally went from, oh my God, black girls matter, uh, human trafficking is like negatively impacting us. Like people had so much pity for this girl when they thought she was really missing. And the minute they found out that she had sort of orchestrated this whole thing. She needs to be beaten till her skin comes off. She needs to be shot. Her mom needs to take her phone and take her this and just send her back to Honda. Like, just the vitriol. Like, she did this to you personally. I, I just I just don't even... I don't even understand how you went from one day being so concerned, sending thoughts and prayers to this girl needs to die, pretty much. If that if that was your response, I just want to be the first one to tell you, you are trash. You are absolute trash. Like, you have a right to be upset because nobody likes to feel like they were led on and made a fool of. I understand that. But you don't know this girl personally. It wasn't about the, you. To, it wasn't about you. And you don't know this girl personally to be, to be this mad and demanding that she be beaten and shot and all these other things. You're, you're, you are a trash human being. Whatever thoughts and prayers you were sending, please, please know that I hope God rescinded them because your prayers are fraudulent. If you if you were praying for this girl to be found and then turn around and wish death upon her, you fraudulent. I'm sorry. I just this is what I don't understand. I just don't understand like <clears throat> like when, when these extreme things happen once again. I told told mm-hmm. this before. It's like it makes you force you <laughs> to like defend something you didn't want to defend in the first place. Right. Because like yeah, the person she was she was wild. She was she was wilding. She was she wrong. Was, but now but now I'm forced to defend her because y'all wilding. Because y'all are wilding. <laughs> and here's the <laughs> we're thing: we're forced to defend her because y'all don't know how to just like. Chill. Right. Here's the thing. <laughs> Y'all and people are out here calling her female Jesse Smollett <laughs> like, and making all these memes down. and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is not a joke. Okay. Nothing about this is funny. This girl is dead wrong for what she did. But number one, she's not setting black people back. Setting us back from where? What, Every what? time I saw somebody say, oh, she's setting black people back she's from 16. where? From what? She's 16. Where, what is it that black people have exactly ascended to that? This girl doing a hoax is setting us back from. Hold on. Nothing. Y'all need to stop it. She's not setting us back from anything. She's 16. So I don't understand what y'all talking about. Second of all, she's 16. We're not going to sit up here and act like we haven't all been 16 at one point and, and plan some stupid things. I've never thought, well, let me plan an abduction. 
That's never crossed my mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. That's some new, new ish right yeah, there. And then punch my mother in the face. There's a lot going on. Right, but <laughs> also, but so. When I was 16, I absolutely thought I had life figured out and I was going to go out here and do whatever. And, you know, I, I was dumb. So sh- I, I believe that this was a legitimate, genuine 16-year-old, Doing stupid young, things. dumb, didn't think the plan through at all whatsoever. She didn't know that it was going to go like nationwide like this. Right. Like she, she could not have seen that it was going to go She thought it was like going to be like a quick thing. She's just like, I'm a little old girl from the Bronx. Ain't nobody going to be worrying about me. Especially if it was 24 hours later. Right. I'm moving on. Like, I, she saw she saw it blew up. She was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, this got crazy. And then people were like, oh. And and people, I just want to say this. Some of y'all just need to admit that y'all hate women and that y'all hate black ones specifically. Because the first thing people said, oh, she just wanted to go be young and hot-tailed and fast with that 23-year-old boyfriend. Let me explain something to y'all. Um, Yes, that 23-year-old man is wrong, 100%. He don't have no business talking to a 16-year-old. No business. What he got to talk to a 16-year-old about? Nothing. That's what? Nothing. But also, y'all ain't going to sit up around me and lie and act like when y'all wasn't in high school, ladies, having a dude that wasn't high school aged, that was a little older, that had a car, don't act like you didn't think you was the bomb diggity because you was talking to some man that was 21 or 23 or 25 or 30. I went to high school here. I remember my friends who, who had boyfriends that was grown amen. Okay? Grown men. It wasn't on social media. It wasn't on social media. <laughs> but it was definitely dating some grown men. Grown men. And that was just the vibe back then. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that was the vibe. So don't sit here and act like this little girl is doing some new stuff that we ain't all seen when we was in high school in the 90s and the thousands. They still doing this. I still think he's wrong. I still think he's out of control. But to to say that this girl planned all of this just so she could lay up with her boyfriend... I'm like, all right, y'all just think y'all are making everything about sex and sexual relationships. And to me, I don't think this girl did all of that just to lay up with the man somewhere. Now, I'm not saying that I know what's going on in her home life as well. But for you to be sitting up here planning a whole kidnapping, sis, I have to have some questions about what's going on. Like, why do you feel like this is the next appropriate step? Why do you feel like whatever's going on in your home is so serious that you need to plan a kidnapping. Like, I'm not saying the mom is abusing her. I'm not saying anything like that. For all I know, the mom could just be a super strict West Indian parent, which all of us that are West Indian or African can relate to. But to go that far, I have some I have some more um, in-depth questions into, like, what's going on in that house? What's up with that girl's mental health? Like, what's going on? Like, it, it could what's also, going on? It could also just been, like, um... I have some questions. Because if it had to do with, like, the deportation, that could have been that also. Right. I'll have to do with that also. Right. So I'm just, like, I'm just not on the let's, like, drag the just drag this girl through the mud. Let's, like, call for threats on her life and stuff like that. To me, like, none of that is necessary. She didn't do nothing to me personally. Yeah. She didn't. She really didn't. She didn't do nothing to me personally. She just told a big lie, got caught in it. And to me, I felt like she at least owned up and went and said... She went and turned herself in as opposed to digging herself into a deeper hole and having this go on even longer. She went and said, okay, this blew up far beyond what I expected. Sure, let me, let me, let me, let me just go. Let me just go turn this whole, this whole thing down. <laughs> right. Like, I'm just like, I don't, what I'm trying to figure out, honestly, in the whole situation is I actually con- con- convinced these grown adult men to help her participate in this. Correct. None of them said, girl, this is dumb. 
Nobody said this is really stupid. You should not do this. You really should not. So my whole thing is, you know, blame needs to be placed on this young lady because she did, in fact, do something like irresponsible and wrong. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all got to stop acting like somebody died or like because she she faked a kidnapping that suddenly no one cares about black girls being kidnapping. They already don't care. Yeah. It's not like people were like, oh, my God, little black Becky. There's no black Beckys. But little black girl got got kidnapped. We are so concerned. And now that Carol's done this, we don't care about those little black girls at all. They never did. They never did. So I don't understand what, 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 what she's affected by doing this. I don't understand. You people are crazy if you think that this happening has made people care less about black girls and women being missing and being kidnapped. It's not true. It's not true. Just admit that you don't like that she made a fool of you and keep it pushing. But we don't have to do all that. All the other stuff y'all talking about. Okay. Um, what else roll. is on the agenda? I know. We, we got to roll. roll. We can't do everything here. Okay. What else? Let um, me see what else is on here. Um, so um, we're going we gonna to breeze too quick. Um, so apparently this is the week of nudes and sex tapes. Um, allegedly, Steph Curry and ASAP Rocky got nudes and sex tapes out. And apparently, I was reading this morning, um, the baby also has like nudes out. Who's doing nudes in 2019? Who? <laughs> In the year of our Lord, 2019, people are still doing nudes? Like, for real? Jesus didn't die on the cross for y'all to do this, man. He didn't. Well, everybody's doing FaceTime, so. Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day for y'all to do this. He came to the world to make it better, just so you, not so you Negroes could be doing nudes and and sex tapes. I don't have time. There's no excuse for anybody to be doing this in 2019. Just stop sending naked pictures places, please. It's probably happening more often now because it's easier to do it. You can do it to yourself. How many people's clouds got to get hacked before y'all stop? Stop doing nudes. It's not gonna stop. People do on Facetime. It's, it's not happening. It's not stopping. It's, it's move on. It's, it's not stopping. It's I can't. I can't take it. Stop it. Stop it, everybody. It's not um. <laughs> so um. I'm gonna just say this real quick. Um. People got to stop being so easily outraged and dragging everything. Um. Kim Kardashian did a photo shoot, and in one of the photos in the shoot, her skin looks really dark. Her features look, you know, very uh. African and Kim is definitely a white woman and so people were up in arms like she's doing blackface blah 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 and I was just kind of like okay here's the thing um I don't know that I think and I'm not a Kardashian fan by any stretch of the imagination I don't pay attention to them girls unless you people force me to um my thing is I've seen I saw the other photos from that shoot and Kim looks like her normal complexion. She's not pale. She's she's tan. She's she's tan. She tans. That's fine. Um, But the other photos from that shoot, her skin looks normal. So my question is, why is this specific image the one that they chose to put out with her looking like this? I'm like, did Kim approve this image looking like this? Did she see this and say, yes, I think this is okay. Put this out. Did she not know what it looked like? And they put it out anyway. I'm, con- I'm tempted to conclude that Kim Kardashian is someone who's very particular about her own image. And so she probably saw this photo, didn't think it was going to be that serious and said, okay, no problem. Put that one out. Um, I will say this. 
Um, Kimberly played herself because she knows that she is high on the list of people to be dragged for every single thing she does. And she's married to Kanye West, which adds another layer of her just being dragged for the sake of being dragged. So she should have been more responsible and told them to fix that picture before putting it out. Yeah, any, anything to do with black people will always be dragged. Right. Anything to do with black people will always be dragged. She yeah. already was like trying to put out some product and call it a kimono. Like Japan ain't had kimono since Japan been Japan. So I'm like, I see what you was trying to do with the play on your name, sis, but like you're not going to take kimono from the Japanese. That's just out of order. Stop it now. So you did that a couple weeks ago. People dragged you for that. They dragged you for them boxer braids, quote unquote, cornrows that black people have been doing since forever. Like you've just been dragged for doing like things that are culturally insensitive and inappropriate. So you had to know that when you put out this image, you were going to get dragged. However, I don't sincerely believe that her intent was to be presented as a black woman i'm not gonna lie when i first saw the image i thought it was a black woman Mm -hmm. i was like oh is it like you know one of them black models because i don't know who all these young black models be i just be seeing them on the victoria's secret things i'll be like oh that's jordan dunn or joan small so i'm thinking it's one of them or some other black model i don't know then when i heard it was kim i was like oh well that's uh that's interesting um but yeah i like blackface i'm like i don't i don't know if i'm willing to go that far and i'm not no coon i'm not no you know race apologist or whatever y'all want to call it i just was like i don't know if i think that's blackface like when i see them halloween costumes and them people with shoe polish on their face oh yeah that's blackface um rachel dolezal slash and 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 what was her damn name nobody cares whatever whatever her mixed up african name is that's blackface this picture i'm like i don't know and at the end of the day i'm like it also i don't know you, you never know how much was photoshopped Right, like I don't know what the editing like, when, looked when, like. When it comes down to stuff like that, you never know. How much Photoshop? You don't know if like she was like, it was all was going on. Like you, you, you never know. And also at this point, I'm like, is this the thing I need to be spending my outrage on? Like I don't care about this. This is I, not the thing I care he about. His outrage tank is empty. My outrage tank is empty, and I'm not available to give any more. So mm-hmm. if she blackface, she got a black husband. He should talk to her about that. That ain't my business. Well, he's silver. Didn't you see the picture? He's silver. No, we're not. No, um, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, we are. We are gonna do it. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was on SNL <coughs> um, after for the first time in 35 years. A long time. Yeah, because the last time he was on there was in 1984. And he chucked the deuces. He was on last night and he hosted. It was hilarious. He brought back all his uh, old characters like yeah. Gumby and Buckwheat and stuff uh, like Mr. that. Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson. It was hilarious. I don't want to spoil it for people, but it was hilarious. Um, when he introed, oh my goodness, um, Tracy Morgan came out, Chris Rock came out, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle came out. I love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle is a genuinely funny individual. Like he don't be trying to be funny, he just is. Like the stuff he says, like just off the cuff, yeah, hilarity. But Eddie Murphy did such a good job. I don't want to spoil the jokes, but like you can go find them on YouTube. But he had some digs for Bill Cosby. Um, it was just, it was just really, really good and refreshing yeah. to see. Cause I remember when they did an interview, like, cause him and Bill Cosby had had real beef, like real beef, yeah, like, for, for real a long beef. time. Because yeah. like Bill Cosby was always saying that, like, oh. Um, Eddie Murphy and now they're too raunchy and they need to like be better uh mm-hmm. better uh family oriented. Right. In terms of their comedy and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I yeah, it was it's it's interesting. Absolutely. It's but, it's, um, it's we, interesting. We don't want to ruin the joke, so you'll you'll go from there. Yeah, go watch it. All go right. watch it. Um wanna go to the next one? Um what was the next one? Um so um y'all president, um they have moved to impeach him. Um People were really excited. I was just on social media like, okay, I don't anticipate that he's leaving the office. Yeah, be, um, be, because most people after their, like, people were impeached, they were, like, moved. Like like I said, um, Bill Clinton was impeached, mm. but it was also his last term. Right. And also when he got to the Senate, it was dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Nixon was impeached and he just left after. Right. And everything. So, and um, I, I think there was an SNL sketch, which was really hilarious. And it was like how, be- this is before this happened, where mm-hmm. Donald Trump would be 100% impeached and 100% reelected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I did and see I, that. And I, I died laughing. Yeah. Um, because, like, that, that most likely might happen. And one of the sketches they did last night, they basically said that. Yeah, because, like, it's, uh, it's, because... It it doesn't matter if like if everybody in his base and everybody who voted from it doesn't matter his impeach mm-hmm. then impeachment doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It it, it 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 only matters if people have heard it and then cared. Right. It only matters if people heard the evidence and and changed their mind. Right. And but if no one changed their mind, that it doesn't matter as right. much. I mean, the Republicans have already said when it hits the Senate, they're they're voting to acquit him. Correct. So, like, so it, it, it act the impeachment actually doesn't matter. Like, in historical, maybe in like to a historian matters, right? And everything, but he he could be he could be impeached and still be reelected. Yes, it's completely completely within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um. I also I also thought it was interesting to see the back and forth about. People who didn't know what impeachment was, and then people were acting all acting all classist and egregious, and being like, "Well, didn't you go to U.S. history? You the, 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 um, impeachment means this, and man, man, man." And so that turned into like a whole like <laughs> social media war. I'm like, Jesus, of Nazareth. And people. what's funny is, I feel like people were acting snotty, like like they didn't just look it up, right? Like, <laughs> like you, you just looked it up, Simmer down. Yeah, because half half <laughs> most most of us actually don't remember anything from U.S. history in high school. We don't remember. We don't know. We all got to get on Wikipedia like everybody else. Yeah. Like, like simmer down. Simmer down. Just simmer. Just, just <laughs> simmer. Simmer down. Just simmer. I just, I just want everybody to just relax. Because I'm like, people are like, yeah, get him out of office. And put who? Pence? I don't like that. That dude's insane. I don't, I don't trust that at all. Yeah. And the fact that he's just been sitting in the background like. Let's see what happens. I don't like it. That yeah. man plotting and scheming, child. Plotting and scheming. I don't like it. I don't trust him. And then if if if, if Pence leaves, then what is it? It's um, isn't it still like that little crazy dude with the glasses, Tur- turtle dude? Not that turtle. Mm. So like you just like, gotta cancel the whole government. So I'm like I'm like so who 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 really wins? Where's Barack? What's he doing? Is he available? <laughs> He's not coming back. Kristen, let it go. No, I won't. He's not coming back. I won't. I won't. I just saw him the other day, like walking in the park and holding somebody's baby. He's around. He's around. He's not coming back. He's around. He can. He can. Think He's not about coming it. back. Michelle and Barack are staying far away from that White House. They have no desire to ever go back to that White House. But see, here's the thing: Barack don't have to be like at the White House. At the White House, he can just come like three days a week. But he don't want anything to do with that. He can. He can be a part time. People didn't like him when he was in there. That's people. People's own party like him. Black people didn't like him. He's not. Rock, he's not coming back. So what do we? What is our alternative? Because right now, I'm not seeing anybody. <laughs> In that list of of people that they have right now that's appealing to me in any way, shape, or form. I'm not going to not vote because that's stupid. But I right now, nobody's jumping out at me. And, I, and I'm I was, just kind of like, okay. We, um, we, we got to go. But like, I, I think I've realized the reason why I don't like anybody. Nobody has vision. Yeah. They, it, nobody got no vision. Yeah, ain't nobody telling me nothing. Like the big issue between Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump I, don't got, I don't get no vision. Mm-hmm. Nobody has vision. Mm-hmm. None of these candidates have a vision. Like, what is their vision of what America looks like? No mm-hmm. one can tell me what that is. Everybody's talking about what they want to do, what, mm-hmm. they, what they're trying to do. But to get people on board with stuff, you need to have a vision, and no one has a vision. Mm-hmm. The reason that people were excited about Barack Obama because he had a vision. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. See, safe way day. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think without a vision is the biggest issue. Yeah, because because you don't have a vision of how what America should look like. Because the Bible says, and I, that without a vision, vision, the people the perish. people perish. Yes. Uh, um, but um, but like like I, I think when you don't have a vision, it becomes a it always it's hard to get people behind anything. 
because um, you don't have a vision. And I, I think you have to be without to have vision also. You have to be what? Without to have vision. Without? Okay. That's an interesting perspective. I think uh, so I think you have to, like, if you feel like every time you got you, you wanted something, you just got it, mm-hmm. it's hard to have vision. That's valid. Because <laughs> you feel like, oh, I, I'll just get it. I, why, why do I have to dream about what needs to happen? Mm-hmm. So, like I have a dream speech or stuff was vision because it was like I, I because because I've I, been I, down at the bottom because I feel like everything is crazy. I have to have a vision about what I think it could be. Mm-hmm. If I think everything is cool, I have I don't I don't need I don't I have no need for a vision. That's an interesting perspective. We should make we should have a podcast. We should talk about that. We have a we should podcast. have a podcast. <laughs> no, we should. Have- <laughs> I wanted to say we should have a podcast discussion about that. About what specifically? What you just said about getting so comfortable with what's going on that we don't feel the need to have have a vision. vision. Yeah, like that's really really interesting. I've never thought about that. That's why I'm with you because you're smart. So smart. So smart. Because like I I think that's the uh, concern. Like if you if you feel as if everything is okay, you're not gonna have a vision because you're like, oh, I just need to fix certain things to be okay. Mm -hmm. You don't think you you're not thinking with vision for something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's any time you you have a new leader. It's hard to get behind a leader without a vision because you think they're just doing things. Mm -hmm. You don't know why they're doing things. You just think they're doing things just to make someone happy. Mm -hmm. Talked about before. Mm -hmm. You're just doing things just to like appeal to certain things Mm because. We don't, we don't know what what is your what is your vision? You don't know what your vision statement right, we mission don't statement you. is. We don't know your mission statement, your vision statement. We don't know. You don't, you don't know what what is, what is what is your basis for doing things. Right. We don't everything. understand. So if we we have to we see that it goes t- towards that, like okay, we see where it's going towards. Mm. Yeah. But the, what, what is your vision statement? And I think a lot of people don't don't know what that vision statement is, and like none of the candidates, including the current president, has a vision statement or a mission. Mm. So it's hard to get behind anybody. anybody. Yeah. I agree. What is your vision? Yeah. And everybody's just talking about things that they want to do. Right. Everybody's talking about let's beat Trump, but I'm like, okay, and then what? Yeah. The, then the what? only thing they're talking about with healthcare, but like that, that that's still an item. That's not a vision. Right. Right. I need a vision, sis. What a is 2020 it, vision. What is your vision of what? What yeah. does America look like? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. But um, speaking of visions, just one last thing, and then we can go. Um, so the movie Cats. I think I talked about it on this podcast before. I didn't like the previews when I saw it. It was kind of creepy. It made me very nervous to see like Jennifer Hudson, Idris Elba, that demon Taylor Swift, and um, <laughs> that demon. Yes, and some other famous folks like uh, James Corden in like these CGI-looking cat ensembles, but with their human faces. It was really, really creepy and disturbing to me. Um, and speaking of vision, I don't seem to know what the vision of the movie was for the director. But um, one of the reviews said, cats is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. <laughs> and that just gave me the giggles, okay? The, the way people are dragging cats on social media, yo, people, somebody said, I felt the light inside me slowly fading. Like people, because somebody said, cats, the movie is terrible. A descent, <laughs> a descent into madness, while at the same time showing you what the gates of hell might look like. This is the best way to torture someone. This comes from someone who can appreciate the musicals. I did burst out laughing when the first cat jumped out singing. It's just like, like I, yo, I, I, I think, cause I think by the time I, I left the theater, I wasn't even sure what a real cat looked like anymore. Ugh. This is why I know it's it's weird. Jesus, because, it was like, garbage. I remember when um they first announced the cast musical. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a child looking at that like that looks weird, uh-huh. and me saying never would I would see that. Yeah. And then when it sort of, and then when the movie was announced, I was like, but why would they do that? Because I never wanted to see the musical. And it also made me realize that that musical was out for longer than it. The musical was out for a long time. I met people actually went to go see it for many times. For yeah. Years. It's it's been out. Yeah, and then so apparently th- they CGI'd out Jason Derulo's like 
genitals, but then the Judy Dench's cat suit thing had genitals that were obvious. Like, it was just, just a lot of alarming things wrong with this movie. So I just want to know what the director's vision was because... The streets aren't interested in it. They didn't like it. I wasn't ever going to see it because, like I said, the CGI cat human thing freaked me out. It was it was creepy. And like and like they tried to like win this over with by putting certain actors in it. Man, I love Idris Elba with all my heart. I'm not going to see. I'm not going to see it. I'll just catch him in whatever else he's doing, but I'm not going to watch that. I just don't understand why all these high quality actors were here. Idris doesn't need the check. <laughs> I just don't know why they were all. James there. Corden don't need the check. Judy Dench don't need to check. <laughs> I don't know why it's high quality. Jason Derulo don't need to check. Were, like, I don't understand why was, any was, of them were there. They were mad high quality. Jennifer actors. Hudson can't need to check. That's impossible. She doesn't need to check. Well, why? Was, you're an Oscar winner. Why are you over here? What was, are you doing? It was mad high quality actors. I said, was y'all, who convinced y'all? Like, who talked y'all into this? Who told you this was a move? Fire your management because all of them lied to you. I, all I, of them. I think they told one person that, oh, he just elbows in it. Don't you want to be in it? He's like, oh, if he just in it, why, why, why not? I nah. think I think I think they had to get the first person, and then they spelled to everybody else. That's kind of I think what happened. Did you know what the real gag is? I haven't heard Idris say word one about this movie. I haven't seen no promo from him. Nothing. So, yeah, y'all got to do better. It's oh. trash. It's trash. All right. Let me see um, how much money it made this weekend. All right, we're gonna move curious. on. Yeah, no, we're gonna move on. I'm not, I'm not gonna care about that at all. I just want to know. I'm curious. Nope. Don't care. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> we're at a two hour mark. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, uh huh. So we're gonna do BLM T tips, T tips, T tips, T tips. Um, this is gonna play into our end of the decade episode. It's gonna happen next year, 2020, 2020 vision, 2020 vision. Why? Why are you saying? Because 2020 vision is everybody's mission statement for next year. All companies in the world are using 2020 vision like it's new. Like it's bombs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 vision. Six point five million opening. I feel like everybody's using that same theme for next year. Like all companies across the thing, we, we we might as well use that vision because everybody's using it. Facts. So twenty twenty vision, the BLM twenty twenty vision is Facts. the theme for next year because everybody else is doing it. Why not? Why not? Um, you want to follow Fashion Monkey? Why not? Um, <clears throat> but um, a good T tip to use is the top ten list. Everybody has seen the top ten list that everybody's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been doing lists. Um, top ten rappers. Top ten. Artists, top ten music people, mm-hmm. but like use. I think it's good to do a top ten based on the uh, your industry, mm-hmm. and it's a good way to get people involved and into you because like people like list, people love list. They do. So they love a list. <laughs> so um, it's good to like do different um, lists and just post a different list. Even talk about it if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good way to help promote people and get people interested in it. Speaking of, we are going to have a couple of lists that we're doing next year, our, our end of the decade. Well, next month. I mean, next week. Next week, yeah. Next week, we're, I don't know if we're going to have a topic. I'm not sure. But yeah. we're, we're going to have, it's going to be more fun. We're just going to come out here and talk trash. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Fun. Fun, fun times. Light, airy, not two hours. Yeah, we're going to have like um, a bunch of, bunch of top 10 stuff going on. <laughs> have fun. Come party with us next week. Come party with us. Come party with us. Come party with us. Hey. hey. All right. Um, but that's that's really it. Nothing more. We gotta get out of here. It's two hours. Focus. I am focused. I was trying to make my thing shake. You mean a headbuster? Get some headbusters. Just nod your neck and keep on bouncing. Just let me give you this street. Mm-hmm. Break your neck. Mm-hmm. Break your neck. Mm-hmm. Break your neck. Mm-hmm. Break your bouncing neck. Bouncing up and down these streets. So nod your head and break your neck. Break your neck. 
break your neck. Okay, it's more. Bang your head. <laughs> Shout out to Busta Rhymes. That's that's why I like Busta Rhymes because I love that song. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, um, thank you so much for everybody participating. Please check us out. All of no fear pcast.com. Word word. Um, also, just a FYI, uh, if you need websites, we're trying to push it right now. Yes. Uh, if you need a website, we design websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, the price comes to about $99 a month. Um, mm-hmm. And um, we also... For maintenance. For, no, ma- maintenance and, and creation. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. creation and maintenance, yeah. Um, and um, also, we uh, we we monitor uh, social media. Word. Uh, we actually have a special right now. We're doing um, holiday calendars. If you want calendars done for your company, mm-hmm. 2020 calendars. Mm-hmm. You can just send us 12 pictures. We can create a calendar for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let us know. Um, and, um, what's up with our raffle? Oh, yes. Um, the raffle. So the raffle ended. Um, we, what else? We'll win next time. Okay. We'll announce the winner next week. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sounds all right. good. Um, and it will go from there. All right. Well, that's it. That's all. Um, thanks for coming. All right. Um, um and we'll try to do a ra- another raffle again. We'll do it with a thousand free business cards. All right. And Step your business up in 2020, 2020 vision, y'all. Word. Business cards. Vision. Vision. Business cards. Business cards. Vision. Um, okay. Yeah. So we would like to say Merry Christmas to all of you. Um, hope you enjoy this um, time of the year of celebration of Merry good Christmas. Happy, um, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. All that. Festivals for the rest of us. Festivals for the rest of us. Rest of you. Rest of you. F- festival for, for the rest of you. I like that. Festival for the rest of you. Um, <laughs> yeah. We out. We out. Um, peace, love, and soul. Deuces. Bye. We bid you adieu. Bye. Bye. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh. Podcast. Uh-huh. All love.